1: What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday. It is another episode, episode 302 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please?
2: Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Uh, comment below if you liked the Super Bowl halftime performance. I know I did. I had a great time watching it. Really? Yeah.
1: What did you like about it?
2: I. It's just so uh, dynamic and uh, grandiose. Um, uh, <laughs> Speaking of dynamic, our guest today...
3: What a great segue! Has an
2: master. alliterative name.
3: Like, right? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Dane Font here. Marketing man extraordinaire. And, ah, oh, I really failed extraordinaire.
0: Uh, anyway, it's okay,
3: go. it happens. We're, I'm doing it live. And <laughs> the patron saint of White Boy Summer.
1: How you doing today, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. So, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about all of the pop culture sphere that kind of encompassed the Super Bowl. Everything from uh, Rihanna possibly lip syncing while being pregnant to uh, Donald Trump insulting Rihanna to stuff involving Satan... Uh, the battle between the national anthems and all that good stuff. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about an actor named Penn Badgley, which might might be my favorite name ever for an actor ever, Penn Badgley. Not doing sex scenes anymore because he wants to honor his marriage, it seems. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about crappy journalists and uh, the world out to get J.K. Rowling as Hogwarts Legacy does gangbuster numbers but keeps getting stuff written about it that uh, paints it in a bad light because these people are bad faith actors. So we will talk about that. We're also going to talk about Ethan Van Skyber, the writer of Cyber Frog. He's also an old school DC writer. He has been, uh, he has removed his Patreon and he's gone to Subscribestar because they're actually trying to, Patreon trade to censor him for off platform behavior, which is absolutely bonkers. We got a bunch of other stuff to discuss as well, but we've got Cringe of the Day. Do we not marry?
2: We do. This is from the Brit Awards of 2023, which I don't pay attention to because I'm not a fan of British people.
1: Like Chris Carr. But okay. Sam
2: Smith was there, and we've been talking about <laughs> Sam Smith recently, and he just keeps out doing himself with the cringe.
1: This is my favorite outfit ever. So... Hold on. It, muting.
2: That's great. I just, I, I want to get sharp nails again so I can just deflate Sam Smith's. Maybe he
1: was the spy. Balloon if all if along. you're if you're listening Whoa. to this yeah. and
2: you don't know what this video looks like,
1: yeah.
2: he is wearing an inflatable black latex bodysuit with yeah. giant arms and legs. And it just looks like it would be so fun to push him over and watch him try to get
1: back up. See, I think what it is is they snuck him in. I think that they they started all of this spy balloon brouhaha to sneak him in, and he's the actual spy balloon. He's a human spy balloon.
2: Maybe that was the plan. That's
1: what the plan was all along. That is my that is my assumption. But don't, don't
2: shoot him down. That would be a hate crime. <laughs> yeah,
1: it would be a hate crime. Is, uh, so am I to understand that the legs are supposed to look like a heart and the, the arms are supposed to look like wings or something stupid I like don't that? think
2: there was any... Planning or meaning to, kind of to any of this. Alice
1: in Wonderland. Is the idea, spo- like, is it ritual humiliation at this point? It's got to be Some ritual humiliation. Some people thought so. Right? Yeah, it, it feels I mean,
2: like it. Ugh. yeah, and he's also, like, now got the same body type as, like, Lana Del Rey. It's, <laughs> it's getting out of control.
3: Uh, did you see that video going around of a camera guy hitting on Lana Del Rey and her, her totally being into it?
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen that video many times. She's a very charming lady.
3: Seriously.
1: Good. Good good for the, good yeah. for the, good for the, like, the, the, the plebs to, to get a shot. She what did she shot say? Came.
2: Like, oh, I can't, like, just give you my number. Did she end up giving her number? No way to she I, I gotta give
1: her a call and see. hey, Lana. Yeah. Hey, she, doll. You, have her you her number. She Also, died. like, um, um, Phil posted on Twitter about, like, uh, possible, about, uh, Megan Fox, Breaking up with MGK, he's like thinks she likes <laughs> didn't, heavy did, metal. Didn't she manifest him? Uh, pretty much, basically that. So not only this, guys, the, the rest of this isn't exactly cringe, but I did want to talk about the Flash trailer a little bit. Uh, I, I posted about it on Twitter. Mary, you watched it here. Dane, I don't think you've seen this, this trailer yet. No. Nope. Um, the idea here is that Ezra Miller is not enough of an actor to sell his own movie. What they need to do is, they don't even like, he's literally so bad that they need not one, but two Batmen at least, theoretically more after the fact. And it really is coming down to the fact these days that young actors don't have the gravitas or the screen presence to sell a movie on their own. They need to be part of a larger group, which is what I got from this trailer.
3: The, the only person with, uh, that's a and with some good um, presence is the Spider-Man kid.
1: Tom Holland, yeah, yeah. Also, the I other... didn't
2: think that Ezra Miller came off too poorly. I no, don't no, think like, that he did a good job in the
1: role. I there. don't think that the studio has faith in him. I actually, mm-hmm. I, I thought that the, the line about his mom was fine, but I also think that. Uh, it's even funnier now when you look at it. If you watch the trailer, basically it's two Barry Allens going around together the whole time. So they really couldn't reshoot this stuff because it's, it must have taken um, a lot of hours to stitch together and do all the CGI to get them to be on this on the screen at the same time. Uh, as a side note, one of my favorite things to do is to watch old TV shows when they would have to try and show like twins on screen, and it's very clearly just like two shots that are stitched poorly together the x-files used to be really good at that um they're apparently doing um i'm not sure if people want spoilers for this but a a recent release for the toys have um kind of uncovered that the villain for the movie will likely be dark flash so similar to what they did with savitar in season three of the flash meaning that barry will be the bad guy in his own movie okay um i mean
2: that makes sense ezra miller is the bad guy of his own exactly exactly
1: so uh, it is we'll see where it goes uh, they definitely relied very heavily on the Michael Keaton member berries in this trailer to see Michael Keaton to hear him say I'm Batman like it all fell very flat to me but I you know I was I was kind of like not in the, in the headspace to want to enjoy it anyways this weekend but I don't think I would because I you know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over the Ezra Miller flash thing I want them to get through it as quickly as possible and the CGI is, is not good have you ever
3: seen Birdman mm-mm uh, eh. It's kind of a movie about him coming to terms with like the fact that he'll always be Batman.
2: Yeah. Superheroes, I, I, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what it
1: is.
3: I just I never saw it. But the, the movie itself is about like um like I guess an, an actor trying to come out like break out of their breaking role, if that makes any sense. Like, Daniel Radcliffe tried not to be Harry Potter,
1: try as he might, you know? Well, he's he's kind of turned himself into a halfway decent, like, avant-garde actor who, like, sometimes does I haven't seen him in anything else,
2: but I I do have an update on Harry Potter. I have watched Prisoner of Azkaban now. That's a good one. I think it was way better than the first two. Oh, yeah. But I just... I told you. Get to get I, I didn't one. know whether to believe people when they said, "Oh, the third one's so much better. The fourth one's so much better," because the you guys say the same shit about Fast and Furious, like, yeah. "Oh, like to Hannah Claire, the next one's going to be the best one," and then it, it never ends up actually being the best one. No,
3: I was consistent that Tokyo Drift is the best one. I know that's a, like a weird take, but it, it's a take. And I don't it, know if
2: it's a weird take. I've heard that from a lot of people.
3: Well, good. And uh, her, uh, Hannahs. Uh, interpretation of that movie was disturbing. <laughs> but,
2: Incestuous? Yeah. yeah, I was themes. like... I don't know. I haven't watched Tokyo Drift, so I don't know. But I feel like you guys care more about forcing Hannah Claire to watch Fast and Furious because you secretly know that it's bad. Not bad. You know that you're subjecting her to something terrible yeah. by forcing her to watch these movies. Whereas with me, if I'm watching Harry Potter, you're like, oh, it's good. So she she's not really like suffering for it, right? I, I don't
3: think it's bad as much... as as it is like dudes. It's like a
1: movie for dudes. Yeah, it's, it might dudes be. A, rock. It might, it might dudes be rock. like a gender thing. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing that came close to a plot hole, though, is um, the time turner. Like, why the hell would McGonagall just give Hermione the time turner? Well, just, it, I get that the excuse is like, oh, so she could get to her lessons all day, but
1: in the, come in on. the books, like, that's. And- In the books, they talk about how she had to get, like, special permission to... Yeah, but that's still... Like,
2: that's basically a plot hole. Like, it's obviously a very dangerous device to have. I mean,
3: Hermione's just a character device to deal with Harry and Ron's incompetence in the book. That's
2: kind of true. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Harry's.
1: No, Harry's... freaking idiot but she
2: yeah she is supposed to be like the smartest one of their friend group
1: she is all right um before we get started guys please hit the like button subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already thank you very much also we do have a review for the last of us episode 5 up on the channel we uh we got to it late obviously they put the episode out early last week uh, on Friday, but we put it out today. So it's up there as usual. So go ahead and check that out. Also, there is, in fact, a new crisis party sound effect. So if you would like to entertain Dane with a fantastic new sound effect that I made, the bar, you can see it right there. That that lists us how far we are till the next crisis meter. So if you have the, a desire to help, I don't know if it'll scare Dane. I think Dane might actually like this one, but you can super chat feel and, like and add to that. this
2: is like your last... Uh... Well of happiness and joy, Sometimes. Brett, and <laughs> and you know what, guys? Like maybe.
4: Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than ten thousand different kinds of plants and over two million happy customers in the U.S. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply.
2: That's why you should give us a crisis party. Yeah. It will just make Brett happy.
1: It's uh, this one is more neutral. I think this one. This one is not. It, there's no screaming. It's like no slow jazz. It's like no Kenny G.
3: Guys, that's what he said last time. He was day. I know. Hey, I know the last one was over the top, but this one. It's gonna be basically a nursery rhyme. This one, and it's still like.
1: Um, yeah cha you if you'd like to you can super chat and help uh dane hear the new crisis party sound effect also i have to point out there is in this sound effect in this crisis party sound effect there is a teenage mutant ninja turtles reference to the first movie layered in there i'm not going to tell you where but uh, i would like to see if anyone who donates uh you know if, if you have uh if you hear it. It might not be easy to hear over the live stream, but you can uh, put your guess down below. If you hear it, call it out in the chat after you hear it. So I'm excited to see if anyone finds out and points out what it is. It's
2: gonna be really easy.
1: Uh, It's not, it's not, it's actually layered in there. I I don't think it's super easy, but we'll, we'll see. No, let me rephrase that. When I was making the sound effect, it was very easy for me to hear it on that Com, like on the computer, oh, but when I played it's it,
2: more muffled
1: yes, worry. when I played it on the actual speaker system, it is more muffled. So it will take someone with very, very much better ears than mine—that is for sure—to let us know if they <laughs> yeah, can hear. Yeah, someone that, said, so. "Save,
2: save Brett from his emo era and fund a crisis party." Exactly.
1: Now. That's that's exactly right. So uh, we got all that stuff to talk about. Are you guys ready to get going?
2: Let's go. Um, Yeah, so I mentioned Rihanna's halftime show, and and someone commented, like, the Super Bowl halftime show is just what they put in there for non-football fans, and it's not catered to to the football fans. And I'm thinking, like, how on earth would you make a halftime show from a normal pop star that is somehow specifically geared to the football fans? It's for the Uh, wives. Yeah, like a football-themed choreography. I... I'm not really sure. But anyway, Rihanna performed this, like, 13-minute medley of, like, all of her biggest songs, and she was dressed in this, like, red snowsuit-looking outfit. It was all red. I'm not a fan of her, like, plastic boob holster. I don't know what that was about. Here,
1: let's, uh, I think I have a...
2: It, It was literally, like, a boob holder. Like, those were not her boobs it was just like a, a mold The uh um, <laughs> like, like insert your boobs the, into the but right yeah I, I didn't think it was the most flattering thing in the world but she used that to reveal that she is pregnant again she gave birth in March last year and now she's I think like six months pregnant again who's her husband which is like we really intense Rocky. She's not married to ASAP Rocky yet, but I mean, maybe they will yeah. get oh, married sorry. eventually. Hopefully. Sorry
1: for assuming. But uh, the, so we're not just going to talk about that. We are also going to talk about dueling national anthems because that's not yeah. divisive as a society. We're also going to talk about uh, conservatives coping hard and saying that her outfit was satanic. I thought she looked kind of like well, Remember <laughs> Britney Spears had the music video wearing the like the red latex. Yeah, that the day. that's what. That's well. What. Now
2: I think like everyone's on such high alert yeah. for Satanism Satism. in pop culture that they're looking for it under every rock. I think just her wearing red isn't satanic, but she's like, here's the theme I think she was going for. All of her backup dancers are dressed in white and they're like kind of doing like swimming dances. And then she's in red. I think that they're all like the sperm Ah. and they're like swimming to her and she's the egg. So she's like doing this big you know, baby reveal dance. And then at the end, what could have really stepped it up a notch? A gender reveal. That would have
1: been amazing. They
2: like, they, they change their snowsuits and they do a big gender reveal.
1: Also, I want to How point How would out- they know? Um, I also want to point out as a kindergarten that teacher that's the, so true the other controversy here is obviously a bunch of people are asking if the Super Bowl was in fact rigged because of a uh, what they consider to be a bad defensive holding call on the final on the final down like the final uh, um, push towards the end zone That allowed The Chiefs To run down the clock And prevent The the Eagles From getting another Another crack at it The other funny thing About this is, is Just recently I told you guys That I had read That the NFL And the NBA Are both licensed As entertainment companies Therefore theoretically They're allowed You could You could rig it If you but wanted to But there are to. bets
2: on Base. them So yeah. you're, you're Isn't
1: that some type of fraud On you the people think. betting I have no I should idea. have bet On the
3: Eagles losing
1: Because obviously But right? people People bet on like WWE People bet on, like, WrestleMania matches.
2: It would be way harder to rig a football game than a wrestling match, right? There are so many people involved. And wrestling you have to matches plan already, every literally. play yeah. to go a certain way. Like, they're basically choreographed yeah. athletes at that point. Uh, it, would, it would be really hard to keep that a secret. It's like
3: figure skating for men. You think so? Yeah, wrestling.
2: Oh, I thought you
1: meant football. I was like... No, what? no, football is... Wrestling? Like okay. War. Yeah, yeah, yeah wrestling, wrestling is like figure skating for men. Um performance art it's like Cirque du Soleil I guess in, in a way <laughs> like more like I guess Cirque du Soleil is for men too kind of here I is um, like Cirque du Soleil is for both genders
2: I, I want to give Trump's take okay. on the halftime show okay he went to Truth Social to say this epic fail Rihanna gave without question the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history this after insulting far more than half of our nation which is already in serious decline in all caps with her foul and insulting language also so much for her stylist yeah i i think donald trump would be a perfect pop culture crisis guest because he, he <laughs> like despite being a politician is still such a pop culture enthusiast yeah, he like loves he it. loves the culture and is such a part of it Wrong. he's like Definitely an, an entertainer first and that's what I've always loved about him um, so He yeah. really he really knows how to give his take on things. How Jeez. many
3: crisis parties would we get with Trump here?
2: We need him back on Twitter for also of
1: all. Also, I, I do want to point out that like her lip-syncing makes more sense given the fact that she's pregnant give the baby a break will Well, <laughs>
2: she was getting shit for for lip-syncing and there were obvious points where she's lip-syncing yep. But there are like backup vocals. Some of it might be live Some of it might not be and you plan accordingly how it goes I and people don't realize that you, like, record live vocals wow, to then is... lip sync to. Like, that happens in every show. Wait,
3: wait, this is insanely cringe. The NFL tweeted she's back with, like, a queen crown. Yeah. Oh, my god. The gosh. NFL, yeah. the National Football League. Girl, women, leave social media accounts for men's things, Please. Uh, this is embarrassing. So like if you the- guys
2: watched the show, um, mm-hmm. it just had this very manufactured grandiosity to it with like sweeping music and like she's literally levitating in the air on a platform that looked kind of unstable, by the way.
1: It's like they didn't like she didn't tell him she was pregnant beforehand, like, and they built that's it for not her. her old ways. <laughs> uh also that reminds me of when the NHL twist uh, tweeted like trans women or what? women or something. No yeah. It was something really insane like that. And somebody's like, what oh the gosh. hell does this have to do with hockey? <laughs> it's probably Roger Goodell's, you know, uh, side piece that needs a job <laughs> yeah. or something.
2: Rihanna um, is like one of those celebrities that... Yeah, she's back. ...doesn't Come even on, need to release music to be back. Yeah. She just needs to, like, show up somewhere and everyone loses their minds. I don't... Okay, I don't know if this is true. Dane called me out on this because I, like... I fall for every piece of fake news, but I heard that she wasn't even paid to do this show. And instead she just did like brand deals with the NFL. I mean, she she like released a clothing line of like Fenty.
4: I mean, that's just like an
2: collaborating form of with the NFL. That's yeah, that's yeah. an alternate form of payment. So I don't think it's she like was paid in just stock cash, options. but she was paid in like this collaboration yeah. for her brand instead.
1: Well, it'd be like being paid in stock options. Yeah. At, at a company. And if
2: I were her, I would be not even remotely interested in like re-entering the music, music industry. Also,
1: guys, I do have a poll up on the in the chat. If you do want to let us know your thoughts, was it rigged? Was it not rigged? Was it actually look? They were gonna burn Philadelphia down either way. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. well, I
2: said let's, yes, just on let's, principle.
1: Let's be honest; they were gonna they were gonna burn Philadelphia. Everything down is rigged. Either way. Everything is
2: a psyop. Based. We already know this. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I want to know what you guys think of this take. Some people said that Rihanna's performance was profoundly uh, pro-life and pro. Uh, like a pro-natalist message. Guys, talk and about they also, coping. one one tweet said, uh, what a powerful statement for women around the world that you can have a career and a family. You can have both if you want it so much.
1: If you have enough money to pay for the best babysitters and uh, in the world and you fly on private jets anywhere, sure. Actually, I think that... I think that celebrities pushing the family message is kind of what got. Uh, it's part of what got women out of the workforce, right? Because a celebrity can can push the message like, "I can be a mom and I can go to work." Yes, because you can afford three nannies and to fly your kids in. Elon Musk can build a school at the Tesla plant. Yeah. The average person can't do
2: then that. Then, when you're done with each husband, you divorce and move on to the exactly. next, and he still pays you hundreds of thousands in child support. It's you know? a good strat. Yeah, honestly, you got to applaud it. They're I do have forty some, I
1: do have some great uh, memes. That these were great. The, the one where it puts the ref in a Chiefs logo, <laughs> and the other one where the refs is consoling Mahomes. <laughs>
2: uh, it, do you guys? Do were you, guys, you? Did you want the Chiefs to win?
4: This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer.
1: I don't care. Like I, I have the closest I have to caring is that I have friends that live in Philly, so I would have liked them to win so that their their cars didn't risk getting broken into oh, no. and destroyed. Like that—that that was as close people, as I this was. This is to what caring. I mean
2: when I, I like make fun of sports sometimes. I don't always, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. why do you care so much about sports and the outcome of a sports game that you would go out and riot these over are the same, it and steal are... people's shit?
3: Mary, these I have people the take of a lifetime. What? For that. Oof. It's it this is a. if anything is gonna get me some article, it's gonna be this oh no. one. Well Well let's do it. I think sports are coping mechanisms for people that seldom accomplish things. And people
2: who don't go to war.
3: Let's just say that. And they like Astro project <laughs> themselves onto these people and that's why I say, like, we won.
1: like, oh I'm sorry, I didn't see you catch a ball or anything. I, have, I mean, I have no problem with people kind of being into sports. Like, a lot of the people that I know that love sports, they love the game whole, you know, full stop, right? So they played growing up. They still play in... Like, I have no, friends I have friends who love the NHL and they still play in a league on the I, weekend. I'm talking about the burn the city for... You know, well, yeah, break into someone's game. car. Yeah. I do love the idea that like we're in a society like oh, the election there. There were supposedly maybe sort of stolen. I don't know. Am I allowed to talk about this? they like, there was maybe a stolen election and nobody does anything. But your team loses the Super Bowl and everyone's like.
2: Yeah, that's why We're people down. make fun
1: of sports ball. Not
2: yeah. just because caring yeah. about sports is cringe.
1: And I can, and I and I say that as somebody who played sports growing up, uh, but didn't really like. I watched baseball because I found the art behind the the math. You know, there's a lot of math that goes into baseball, and a yeah. lot of statistics and analytics. And people who are stats nerds love baseball. Love these sports. Uh, like I didn't even watch the game. I watched the highlights on John Boy on on YouTube, right? So, uh, for me, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with that. Like in a society right now where I get what you're saying, where they're kind of sublimating, right? Like they could actually be doing something important. But I say let the people have what they what they want to have. No, me sports. too. Also, it's also further proof that women's sports will never like this. Is people love it because it is the height of. Uh, of athleticism right So when people watch these sports Because they enjoy watching great athletes That's why nobody watches the WNBA
3: uh, Oof I'm not going to say what I was about to say And I'm going to change the subject um, Okay yeah, But like to <laughs> But to like gotta like explain my take a little more It's not that like every sports fan is a smooth Okay here we go Thank here you Here
1: we go party!
3: Okay well
2: is this, no, yeah, this is kind of more chill. It
3: is more chill.
2: We can still like talk during
1: the sound. It's. I want to know if anybody it's tame. caught the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reference in there. No, nope. well, uh,
2: you just revealed it for them. Anyway. No, I didn't.
1: I didn't tell them what it was. Oh. They have to. They have to know what. They have they to have, know exactly. They have okay. to. They have to point out what the reference was.
3: Not every. What I was trying to say is like not every. You know sports fan is a smooth-brained npc that's not what i'm saying (laughs) i'm saying there's a type of man specifically there's this like peaked in high school guy yeah maybe
2: it's i have a man cave because my wife rules the house correct
3: basically (laughs) and they they were like i played football in high school and i was cool and so I, I'm just one of these guys. I'm basically this guy on the field making millions, uh, FA models, yeah. and they they ignore the failures of their life vicariously through sports. I think that's, that's a. Li- l- I think that's a little bit hyperbolic. I think it's that's a little bit
2: of a hot take, but I can see where I'm coming from with
3: it. Not what, only me- is it not hyperbolic, it it was as tame as I can get it
1: while still being wildly accurate let me let that should me, be the poll okay, then, All the, right is then let me Um. let me give like a, a little bit of a counter I see it as something where somebody who works 40, 50, 60 hours a week comes home and just wants something that they can feel invested in that's not their home life as well they have something else that they care about and I don't think that that's necessarily dangerous that's, I get annoyed well, that's at one cring- of the archetypes yeah, I get annoyed at the cringe uh, either the political commentators or the people who are in this because this is coming from somebody who hasn't watch live sports in years right but i do get annoyed at the cringe political commentators and even the pop culture commentators who make fun of people that like sports because i still see a lot of those people as nerds who got pushed in locker rooms by these people in high school and they're like look now is my turn to make fun of this person now because they're um on their downward trajectory Mm -hmm. but i don't know if the person that they're talking about sees it that way they see it as look i i go to work I go to church with my wife and my kids. I come home and I watch football. And I think there's a discrepancy. Again, side. I'm
3: not speaking in monoliths. Not every single person yeah. that has enjoyed a sport is no, a yeah.
2: Let Dane cook. <laughs> it's just there's, a type, of,
3: there's a type uh-huh. of guy yeah. that wants to relive past glories through sports. Mm-hmm. And they take it too personal. We all know them. They're in chat with us right now. And you definitely shouldn't be burning. You definitely you should no not reason. be,
1: and you shouldn't right. be burning down I, Philadelphia. I just you should be burning people, down Philadelphia. I, I mock saying, people
2: yeah. who embrace the politicization of their entertainment interests yeah. that should be apolitical, and that's why I wanted yeah. to get into the way that the Super Bowl the Super Bowl became very racially and politically divisive very fast. So this isn't a new thing, but they had one national anthem that i guess is the black national anthem yeah it's performed by cheryl um, lee ralph this year
1: it's called lift every voice and sing
2: yes and uh
1: (laughs) that's gonna be the title of my book
2: and then they had the normal national anthem which i guess is now the white national would that make it the cishet is it that the cishet national
1: (laughs) It's the cis national anthem.
2: national anthem. Which
1: people loved by Chris Stapleton. Like, people were going insane for the for that yeah. national anthem. And then it really it's all, good.
2: like, everyone's under a microscope. Like, which one are you standing for? And which one are you sitting for? Are you kneeling? Like, what posture are you picking for each one? What good could What's come What's the of look this? on your face during Lift Up Every Voice and Sing, you know? Like, yeah. it, it was just weirdly... uh like soviet vibes. <laughs> also, did
1: you see that like there was like a on, on the back of uh, all the both end zones by the field goal said like end racism or stop racism oh here or something like this?
2: Our, one of our favorites on the show, Lauren Bobert, said, America oh, only has yes. one national anthem. Why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple? Go. Do football, not wokeness.
1: Go off, Queen. Go off. off Queen. If you need somebody to retweet that, Lauren, just yeah. send me that tweet. Who would I would that will be, re- Brad? My retweets are endorsements, okay? <laughs> I endorse you, Lauren Bobert. You are welcome to retweet that anytime.
2: Yeah. I'm oh. all for that message. But a lot of the conservatives were also saying that this is a satanic ritual.
1: Oh, Bridget Gabriel's take was really cringy. Bridget Gabriel said,
2: Why do all the major live performances by woke artists (laughs) have a demonic feeling? Sam Smith, now Rihanna... Holly weird has gone insane
1: like they're like Holly saying, weird saying that about this about that Rihanna performance is so tame The funniest meme I saw the whole time was a thing of Kanye crying It's a Kanye when he hears Rihanna performing his song I yeah, was expecting what was that about?
2: much worse from the halftime show yeah. because last year's like a lot of people said this is just like too vulgar for a family friendly thing like too much nudity, too much sexuality. So this way they go
1: pregnant woman.
2: So then they just have like a pregnant woman who's literally covered head to toe. I mean, I'm not a fan of her weird boob device, but um, the rest of it is like, you really can't.
1: There's a picture of it, guys. Yeah. Uh, you really
2: can't object to, to what she's wearing. Luke and might like
1: those. I don't know. It just
2: so <laughs> happens to be red. Like, we're not South allowed to like red. I don't not allowed
1: to. does that mean that the MAGA hat needs to change colors and yeah the We're gonna have
2: problems here like that,
1: that That reminds me of like when like everyone's heard the party switch theory But I remember somebody saying like they switched the colors back in the True. 50s too <laughs> because red is associated with Communism like these people man just that, watch the game and shut up. <laughs> that party switch ones a real IQ test
3: <laughs> It's like and then they just switch parties because they want to
1: fool you <laughs> but but like like so the, the the Bridget Gabriel take is kind of to me it's why it's it's kind of a like a microcosm of like everything the conservatives do wrong and they complain about this stuff like I look I even had my own problems. Did you see the memes that were coming out? It said like, "Sam Smith is trying to is trying to turn your kids to Satan." So it like from Boomers, and then under this is Boomers. It shows Boomers listening to Highway to Hell. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, like Aussie, Aussie, yeah, Aussie. It's, yeah, it's
2: Boomers not understanding how much of the the problem they contributed to by shrugging off religious values yeah when it mattered you know
3: me and mary were talking earlier and i was telling her that i think we should stop using the word woke because i think woke is a shield where a lot of people hide behind and i think we should use the correct term progressive as the mocking term because all all wokeness is is just the natural extent of progressivism yeah and it's When you think of progressivism, you think of the fools, you know,
1: that have generated the culture that we have today which is like Bernie Sanders I, I don't know about that I, I would say that liberalism de- mm. built the culture that we're in now I what? mean
2: look even conservatives are part of that though yes freaking Ann yeah. Coulter is a deadhead Tucker Carlson is a deadhead what, what do you think that means is, like, I
1: love the idea what of, going, of going to, of, of Tucker Carlson at an <laughs> a
2: Grateful Dead there, there are people who like followed the Grateful Dead for, for a summer yeah oh. for like wherever they went on a tour hot take
1: hot take and, and it's this, like is, um, I, I'm a
2: homeless vagabond that travels nomadically throughout the country with no job, no roots, no religion. That's, that's what that generation stood for. You know,
1: one of the most unrealistic takes in all of human history when it comes to movies was the idea that in the movie Taken, um, his daughter, who's like 16 in the year 2012 or something like that, is going to follow you 2 around Europe. Like any 16-year-old in the 2010s was going to follow you two anywhere.
2: (laughs) I mean, who was following you two in
1: the 2010s of any age? That's that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Of any stage in life. I never forget seeing that. I'm like... What boomer wrote this scene? You couldn't have asked your kids about like a newer band than you two? What the hell? Literally the
2: the 16-year-old equivalent of my four-year-old just came up to me and said like, Mommy, Trump is a fascist dictator. (laughs) I'm really concerned about the social political
3: consequences that will emerge from Trump presidency. Mommy, are
2: the Chinese spy balloons going to bomb us? Maybe the
1: Chinese spy balloons were the friends we met along the way. That's uh, it was. Uh, maybe uh, oh. <laughs> did did you guys find the national the dual national anthem thing to be as kind of it's bad? Dumb. No, I think it's, I, I I disagree. I mean, I, this one I'm serious about. I think that one's a very big problem. I think it's very much a cause to divide the culture. Right? If you can't even like agree yeah. on something as simple as the song played for your net na- your country's anthem, then I don't yeah. know how what hope we have. Also, it's really funny too because beyond that. They had Babyface perform America the Beautiful, which I would have, I didn't see that. I would love to see see that. that. Here's
3: the thing, though. The only people that seem to be confused about this nation and anything is just out of touch rich people. So I think we should do what Tim was suggesting on one of our sideshow, IRL, Earl or something. He was suggesting that we just put all the politicians in an island. We should have one with celebrities and just leave them there to have their version of America. Yep. where they can have two anthems
1: and on one but knee and dance the hokey pokey I, I was never like I, I grew up it's funny because I grew up with country music in my house right my mom loved country music yeah. I never cared much for it like I mean there was stuff that I liked but only because my mom liked it and so I think back on it fondly in a my way my mom liked Selena but yeah but but like for it right now it's like the as America and especially as Hollywood becomes more un-American I look at that stuff and you're like brainwashed and you're like this isn't that big because it's like at the very least they don't hate me like, these country artists don't hate me and at well, least pay lip Well, that's not even service. true anymore.
2: There's a battle within country oh, music I, yeah. of the liberal side <laughs> and the conservative side of country music. Yeah, no, and the true. people who are trying to revolutionize it and make it progressive. Yeah. And obviously the, base of, like, the fans of country music don't want that. But yeah. there are people in the music industry who want to co-opt it <laughs> to for the, themselves. The
3: greatest country song I've ever listened to, it's called Take a Drunk Girl Home. It's all about this guy talking about how much of a gentleman he is for like taking a drunk girl home. So and it's not like, taking the of her. Of, like the like opposite of or
2: like save a
1: horse, ride a cowboy.
2: Yeah, like there's there are songs like that. Like it's nothing new, but
1: Take like there are, people, there are people there
2: are people who um, every time that Morgan Wallen puts out a song, He's they're racist. like crying on Twitter because he said the n word one time. Yeah. Like it's still a highly socially policed uh, niche genre you know
1: there's a great meme that said like now that like cars have AI eventually a country singer is going write, to like, write about their car leaving them <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome I'd say it's going to happen one day but like uh, Chris Stapleton <laughs> doing the Chris Stapleton doing the national anthem was really really good mm-hmm. and you know, it's funny because then you have Babyface who is uh, you know a person of color performing the America the Beautiful it's like we couldn't just settle for that We couldn't just settle For like the 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 white country guy Sings the national anthem And you have uh, A person of color Sing America the beautiful But no We have to divide The country further Because we're Marxist Pieces of garbage And that's where This is where I differ From a lot of the progressives Is it's kind of that meme Where it's like Me when I insult American politics And then it's like Me when somebody from Britain Insults American politics And you just like You you go off Because you're like Look only I You know I can be mean to, To this country You however Yeah uh, you cannot.
2: Lastly, I just wanted to mention Damar Hamlin's appearance. Oh, yes,
1: I forgot about that. He decided that.
2: to show his head uh at the game and he was wearing a blasphemous piece of clothing. I knew this you is, weren't gonna like this. Um I, I really don't know how to explain what I'm looking at here, but it's okay, it's a varsity jacket and it has the words uh it has the word eternal on the top, and it has this strange depiction of christ on the cross but with a very deranged face uh yellow skin um yeah just like I, I really don't know what to make of it i'm
1: assuming it's some type of um street like like a clothing company like it's i'm like sure it a is piece.
2: yeah um, but it's just, it's really not helping Damar Hamlin beat the satanic clone what? allegations what? if he's wearing things like this in public.
1: Is it blasphemous just because it's such a, a vulgar depiction? I'm guessing. Yeah. I, I
2: mean, yeah, it's just okay. bastardizing the image of okay. Christ on the cross okay. in my opinion. But it's just like, even from a PR perspective, I'm thinking, don't you want to like have people know that you're not dead and replaced by a satanic illuminati clone
1: it is scary too considering like <laughs> would you like
2: to set the record straight on that damar hamlin
1: <laughs> not that long ago his life was kind of in god's hands if you will if, if you if you believe in if, if you believe in god and it's not that long ago it does seem kind of scary that you'd be willing to like mock such a thing that long you know that close. like even yeah. me who is agnostic might think twice about making those jokes if i just sure. nearly died
2: People were also still zooming in on um, places where he had visible tattoos and they think that they're like being removed or something. Is it he's just getting
1: tattoo removal?
2: It could be, but I don't know. It's just, uh, it's very weird. Did you
1: guys see the story about Steph Curry, like in his, the, the property battle he's going through right now?
2: No. No. Okay. So, so
1: right now he's now steph Curry's like a a, a democrat right like okay. you know like uh you, i don't know about ubi but you know he's he's the <laughs> typical progressive democrat he's and Andrew right Ian. now he's fighting this uh like the the property developer around his house because they want to put in like poor people housing in front of his house and he's like they have to like put something up to block the view because he doesn't want poor people looking at his kids in the, in the front yard <laughs> i love the hypocrisy That's they're they're just they're such hypocrites it's it's hilarious but they were they were talking about that was it. Chappelle too yeah well but at least
2: well, Chappelle is open about it
1: no but
3: Chappelle chapelle they were gonna build uh also i don't know if it was a poor people place or it was like a- well
1: this was like this was like government or not good it was like subsidized housing like in front of his mm-hmm. where he lives uh, i remember steven amell the actor got in like trouble because he complained about like a dog care facility that was like registered right next to where he lives in california because of like like barking that was keeping them up all night and it was like i guess it wasn't zoned properly to be like, like the business had been there for years but they just never did anything about it like it wasn't zoned properly and he complained and basically got turned into the bad guy because he didn't want dogs barking at all hours and that's night. a valid
2: yeah complaint. oh no absolutely oh, yeah.
1: it's, it's just I, and, and to me it's not the it's not steph curry complaining about it it's the hypocrisy of it it's like you support policies that make these types of projects possible but as long as you keep them in your poor person area away from me and my family the anointed mm-hmm. that's that's annoying so let's go All to right, super chats
2: caper 2x said wow mary i thought you spent the weekend calling for space ubers and the air force keep shooting them down hi dane brett what is uh, it mine marvel
1: sony needs to explain this to me so do you have a problem with like what's going on
2: someone said like i i have a problem with us talking about UAPs? I don't even know what that stands for, let alone do I have a problem with it. Is it it.
1: Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon? Phenomena? 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 Like? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Is that what it is? I don't know.
2: Pineapples?
1: Ooh, that'd be cool. Unidentified Aerial (laughs) Pineapples.
2: Josie (laughs) Cat said, thoughts on the Johnny Cash ragged old flag feature they played during the pre-show. Seems like the NFL was trying to appeal to the USA good crowd this time around.
1: Yeah usa like,
2: good crowd aka americans who don't hate themselves
1: it's so weird it's so we- <laughs> like, like why is
2: it the default that you would have like self-hatred usa about being american you know that's, that's just sad.
1: americans usa bad crowd can be a crowd with its own name i don't think usa yeah. good crowd should be a crowd with its own name
2: hmm t-bone said unpopular opinion the flash trailer was trash
1: it was just meh to me. Like a, I, like I got this, they did the swelling music. We got the age, the, the de-aged Michael Keaton. That was fine, I guess. <sighs> I still think that uh, some people are saying that they might have Clooney be the special appearance there. I think that maybe Bale ends up, now if what they do is they make Christian Bale a special appearance and then they turn him into older Bruce Wayne, who then is uh, the Batman that they use for the Batman, the brave and the bold, who plays Damian Wilson's, uh, Damian Wilson, who plays Damian Wayne's father. That would be very cool. That would be very cool to see. I don't think they'll do it. Though.
3: Guess it's just a hot take day and I gotta say, Flash is garbage.
2: Just in general? Yep. Your take was like, nobody cares about
1: the no Flash. No one cares about the Flash.
2: But a lot of people are going to that's see definitely this not true that's... people
1: care about the play. also it's really funny <laughs> if you look at the comment section Ooh, there's though. so many comments that are all like yeah ezra miller's a bad person but i'm gonna go see it anyways because you yeah. like these studios know that they own you they know that they're going to we're gonna go see it well, I mean, Greg. We never said we weren't going to, but like a lot of people were like, "I'm not going to see it." But then I said course, I was going
2: to specifically want to see yeah. it just because of Ezra Miller's controversies.
1: But but you know, all they have to do is dangle a little, like like the literally like like drag Michael Keaton's old ass <laughs> out of his wheelchair from Yellowstone, and oh sorry, that's Costner, not Keaton, uh, and drop him into the into the bat suit. Uh, and the, man, the CGI was there was some bad CGI in that trailer.
2: I'm not good at noticing yeah. it. I didn't notice even
1: it. even me who's a lot more forgiving than Wesley or some other people. There's some, some bad stuff in there. It was cool to see Zod. It was, Michael Shannon is great. It was, so it was cool to see Zod again.
2: Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett, you shaved for Lauren Bobert. must be a date.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, confirm uh, or deny? I, can't, I can neither confirm nor deny okay. for, uh, for very specific reasons.
2: R.S. Degurechav said, "Is it only on the big screen Ezra will act normal?"
1: The first thing I thought of when I saw the trailer was like, "I hope they didn't leave him alone with that kid that plays the younger version of him for too long."
2: The kid that plays the know. younger version of him does look like looks him. Ju-
1: looked, looks just looks looks just like with him that. with the long hair. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, Sir so Rink productions said i have no idea what you're doing brett but i love watching your self-indulgent story posts where you skate by yourself alone with your phone
1: um you know like uh, imagine you were so cringy you just but you're not cringy enough to like keep a diary instead you you just make instagram <laughs> stories look what it is it's really funny I, I, and i even talked about it in one of them it's like yeah you know like when you you complain about something it's very it's a very female trait. Mm. You, you, you want to complain, but you don't actually want somebody to offer you solutions. That's what I'm doing. I'm complaining or I'm voicing in what's going on in my head out loud. I'm just doing it as I'm skating back and forth. And I always imagine that there's people. You just want to be heard, babe? Yes. like but, yeah, but I don't want them to respond. I just I want see. them to watch. Just like want I need to listen. Yeah, I, don't want, I just yeah, want them to listen. I, I don't want them to actually, because, you know, I can figure out the solutions on my own. Hey, looking cute, Brett. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs>
2: t-bone said sad they're bringing back zod just to introduce supergirl to then restart the entire universe yeah
1: like uh yeah they could have just left cavil for one more appearance rather than getting sasha Calais supergirl who doesn't really look like uh anything impressive like this is where you need somebody the size of gina carano or katie Sackhoff to to play that character by the way it took me more than a decade to internalize what you
3: just so succinctly said—that they sometimes women don't want solutions. No, so they just want you to listen. Yeah, and I because for the longest I was like, "Well, uh, your problem seems to have a solution." Well, the, ob- it's the opposite well, it makes me angry. That, I thought I thought to sh-
2: no. I thought women wanted you to fix the problem for them.
3: I don't know, woman, tell us.
2: That's what I... Or maybe I'm like an aberration, but I want to complain and then have it solved for me. So I don't really care whether you listen or not. Just fix the problem.
1: Go patriarchy. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, that seems... Another thing, Brett, like Gina Carano is too controversial for DC. Ezra Miller is not. Yes. Don't you understand cool. that? Yeah, of course. It's perfectly self-explanatory. If you don't understand it, you're done.
1: Running
3: a cult? Fine. Yeah. Also, by the way, super late in the episode, but congratulations for on the 300th episode. Oh, Thank, you thanks, thanks, Thank you. You silly billies. Thank you. It went awesome. well.
2: Marcos sent us a dollar without a message. Thank you. Clint sent us uh, some thunderstorm emojis. Thank you, Clint. A little monkey emoji. Let's
1: read one more and then we'll move on.
2: Waffle Sensei said, totally off topic, but Dane said on Twitter that he is a Ravenclaw, which officially makes him every woman because every woman thinks they are Ravenclaw. That's not true. Yeah, I, girls
3: are Hufflepuff.
2: I'm a Slytherin.
3: And Mary's a Slytherin. Yep. But, uh, uh, yeah, but girls are usually Hufflepuffs, but you wouldn't know that, would you, Waffle Sensei? Because you're too busy eating a subpar breakfast item
2: someone t- said mary ignores walmart greeters that is not true i have to get into confrontation with them every time because i look i don't take my receipt but then they want to see the receipt so i'm like i don't have it i didn't take it i don't want it to mess up my endocrine system so what am i supposed to do here like Fight you know I-,
3: I was gonna yes and you but then you just gave that answer and i'm so lost what the hell are you talking about endocrine system? touching
2: receipts it, like, messes up your bod. It, like, it's like, messes with your body chemistry. What?
3: Okay. Both. Yeah.
2: It's proven. What, BPAs what? or whatever.
3: Okay. You yeah. saw like Luke before he orders McDonald's.
2: I can't explain all of it. I just know that touching yeah. receipts is bad, so okay. I don't touch them. Okay. Well, there we go. Anyway, we're starting on our next topic. It's a Monday. Okay. This is from E V Magazine, which we love. We do. Uh, Penn Badgley decided that he was not going to do sex scenes anymore in this fourth season of You.
3: Wh- which I saw, by the way. Well,
2: this- what did you think of it compared to the other seasons? You know Do you think what? it was weird?
3: Um, uh, I've heard some takes and I heard some people said it, it kind of jumped the shark. But I think it's, I thought it was really interesting because it kind of became a, you know, like a, like a mystery show all of a sudden like who's the killer? And it's not okay. the, the usual killer. And uh, it's showing a little bit of depth to the character, I guess. And it's not as formulaic as the last three seasons. I've I've enjoyed uh you so far.
2: I wasn't so, aware that Jenna Ortega had been in the first yeah. three, but then left for Wednesday. Yeah. But um Dude,
3: you know what's funny about so Jenna Ortega's on the show <laughs> and she is um what, what what? I can't say the word. She she was about to be Come up with a synonym? Uh, she was about to be no would by Chris, uh, Chris D'Elia.
2: Oh, 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 I recognize the yeah.
3: name. So Chris D'Elia was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. about to no no her and then
1: Crystalia was a comedian.
3: Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chris D'Elia is giving huh. like a defense for PDF files. But like, in
2: the show, you mean? Yeah,
3: yeah. And yeah, he, but
2: then in real life, he had the whole... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Scandal. Oh, yeah. And then, Too close like, to home.
3: It fucks things. And then it's like, um, he's like, oh, you, you're just judging me because I'm messed up. Aren't we all messed up, man? It's like, well you know there's levels you know? yeah definitely <laughs> talk about a time for ones. we all
2: right? make mistakes like man.
3: one in a billion are all numbers but there's greater degrees of, yeah,
2: yeah you know. so anyway Penn badgley said at, on a podcast recently that he stopped doing sex scenes because of his marriage and he feels that it would risk infidelity to his wife so <sighs> what here's, here's what he said what i knew fuck? you were gonna have a problem with this brett he said i asked sarah gamble the creator of the show can i just do no more intimacy scenes this was actually a decision i had made before i took the show i don't think i've ever mentioned it publicly but one of the main things is do i want to put myself back on a career path where i'm always the romantic lead so oh, he's he's you. referring to Gossip Girl and <laughs> EZA. I will dispute <laughs> that he was a romantic lead in Gossip Girl. I don't think that he was. All of the characters in that show, it was an ensemble cast, and they were all in romantic relationships in the show. So he was not necessarily the lead, and I never thought of him that way. So he continued fidelity in every relationship especially in marriage is important to me it got to a point where i thought i don't want to do that so i said to sarah my desire would be zero intimate scenes to go from 100 to zero and before i took the show it was a question do i have a career if i don't think about every male lead you loved are they kissing someone are they doing a lot more than that and he said that the show's creator was sort of almost empowered by the decision. She had a really positive response and came, they came back with a phenomenal reduction. So I don't know if they got rid what of a, the sex scenes. Did you say?
3: No, it, it, they didn't get rid of the sex scenes. I saw, they I, yeah, reduced I saw, them, though. It was, like it was a half season. I saw the whole thing. Okay. So first off, what an absolute remedial take. First off, the, the premise of the show is that, oof, spoilers you are a sociopath that obsesses over women and you pursue them romantically intensely so here's the thing when you pursue that role i'm guessing you're gonna have some intimate scenes with women so maybe consider that before you say yeah you know the show where the whole thing is about me dating women because i obsess over them yeah i don't want to
1: date them on the show like what are you talking about that's a about? bigger problem well, in season one than it is in season four by season four you can change you can change up the problem my issue here is more that the creator's name is sarah with an e i think that should be that's not be punishable. it's
2: s-e-r-a not yeah. even an h at the end Th-
1: that's that's just wrong
2: yeah that's it just, does it does seem wrong that's so, just
1: wrong I know
2: that, Brett, your take on, for instance, like gay actors playing straight characters or straight characters or straight actors playing gay characters is like it's a job. You do what you have to do. And mm-hmm. if you can't, then you can't compete in this industry.
1: I just don't understand what he what it means by saying that it's going to cause him to be he's not really doing it there. They're, I, I don't understand the argument here. He's not actually having sex with these women. He's simulating it on camera in front of hundreds of people.
2: I mean, that almost seems just as bad when you're saying it out loud. um, But this is just, my conclusion is, uh, you know, people in Hollywood can't have real relationships. They are non-functional. Like, they've shown that they are maladjusted, narcissistic, pathological people. They have a self-destructive need for validation. And... Uh, like it's very it's a very rare exception when they do have a functional long-term relationship
1: i don't know if that's necessarily so maybe the
2: the office of an actor or an actress is to be not a person but a spectacle and not expect to have relationships that require you to even think these things through
3: well be more selective of your roles because if you if what you're being offered is like hey this has things about you dating women it's like yeah as long as i can't kiss them like okay dude.
2: like yeah is, no. is he saying i'm still willing to kiss in scenes but we can't do
1: sex scenes i mean what's sex the, scenes. then what's the point yeah. then he, he's still doing uh, i in, mean in the real in real life okay then would it be any less cheating in real life if he just kissed another lady Rather than have sex with her, it's still the same thing. Either do it's not do both, same. or
2: it's not the same thing when you do it for real, and it's not the same thing when still you put it's it
1: still, on TV. It's absolutely the same. I mean, it's not the same act, but it's still the same betrayal. But there of are that different. Person.
2: You have to recognize that there are different gravities of these actions, right? There, there's a different level of importance between the two so it's just like we can't ignore that
1: I can appreciate him making the decision to do so if he thinks that it would harm his marriage in some way I think it proves that the actors don't have the ability to separate their work which they should be able to do maybe it's the rare example
2: maybe it's because of his wife who is not an actor and yeah. Why would she be able to separate it if she's not an actor?
1: It makes me think Anil Neil McDonough doesn't do sex scenes and he got derided for it. Remember that? Neil McDonough like, got blacklisted from Hollywood for a period of time because he did it on religious grounds. He said, look, I'm married. I, 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 you know, I refuse to be unfaithful to my wife in any regard. And they called him a religious nut. Well, this, for doing that. this
2: goes in degrees. Would you date a porn star? No. no. I don't think you would. But it's fake. You're just acting. You have to separate art from the artist. No. You have to separate what your job is from your personal yeah, life. And I'm saying it's I just, wouldn't That's not really, that's not applicable in all situations for all people. And- Well, that's an
3: extreme example
2: also. I, I don't know. Like, I'm saying there are varying degrees of extremity when it comes to like, what you're putting on, on screen and what's fake and what's real, right? Like you are really making out with that person, even though it's for a scene. Like so is that the, is a real thing that's happening.
1: Is the is a is a scene where you're actually kissing someone that's not your wife somehow on a different scale, better or worse than having simulated sex? And with another is is
2: CGI the answer? <laughs> yeah, it's like Jonah Hill
1: like and Laura London. They 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 did a scene at the end of um, You People. Where they they where they kiss at the end, but they didn't actually do the scene. They got their heads about this close, and then they did it in post production. Yeah, someone said oh, yeah, sex yeah, scenes in
2: entertainment are just weird at this point. That's my main take. Like, yeah, yeah. I just think it's very awkward to make the audience, especially if they're with their friends or family at the moment. I have no desire to watch through sex scenes. graphic. Way, way too long, like dragging sex scenes yeah. that add nothing to the plot. Absolutely. That are 100% for shock value and coarsening the culture. And I feel this way definitely about Euphoria. Mm. Euphoria was that, like, times a thousand. No, uh, yeah. It, and was... It, was, it was specifically to make the person watching feel like they're weird for watching it. But it's like, no, Sam Levinson, you are weird for making it.
3: I think, I definitely think you can make sexuality tasteful. Like absolutely, and it's definitely been done before. Then I want Hollywood. Walking
2: Dead did that really well. Yeah, at least at the beginning.
3: Everyone's got one example. The the thing is.
2: I'm just singing the I, then, praises then, of Walking Dead so then much. Then, I'm want, watching then it over I again. want
1: these actors to start taking this into all aspects of the production. If an actor does a role where he plays a right wing fascist government dictator, does he have to then espouse it? Like, does his wife leave him because she's a lefty and doesn't like him? Like, at what point does it become not acting anymore? Well,
2: sexuality is a lot different from holding. In okay, about, like, I okay. think sexuality is just such a powerful and what important thing. What about a scene where a guy hits
1: a woman in a, in a show? Does, he, does his wife leave him because he hit a woman in a show, or does it have well, to do with what's in his heart when he did it?
2: I think we're ignoring the complexity, which is that sexuality is just such a powerful thing. Yeah, it's nothing. That it is the exception, and it is the only exception, honestly. What we really need, though, is to just like bring back a class of eunuchs like they can perform in like listening (laughs) like you know how how men in ancient greece used to perform as the female characters instead of having females on stage that has something to do with that you Mm -hmm. know that like it it leaves real sex out of the art you know
1: so the argument here like somebody in the chat let me let me say this ronald (laughs) ronald says there, there has to be some psychological effect between you and your partner, even if it's fake. He's talking about the actors on screen. I've heard people say the same thing about scenes where they have to fake violence. So, does he leave with more with, with with shame in his heart because he had to fake a violent scene with someone? At what point do you just do your job and that it's acting? Maybe you're right. Maybe he can't. Maybe you can't be a married person and be in a relationship and do these types of things. I think that it's an interesting discussion to have. I think
3: because the industry. Street has such a history of cheating and this person deviancy get, yeah yeah deviancy this person gets on a movie with this person and now they're married and then they they're on a movie with this other person and now they're divorced
2: Robert you know Pattinson.
3: <laughs> Roy Pattinson uh this guy uh famously uh the girl she on his bed was the name
2: wait who? johnny depp johnny depp oh, yeah, thank yeah.
1: you i'm just bad with names meeting people at work when you're an actor is a horrible idea
2: I'm just, sure. Brett, when you're saying all of this, like it's your job, you have to kind of get over it. I'm just, I'm picturing you saying that to someone who does porn and I'm like, I no, be, like, like it's not, it's I'm it's not saying real, they need though. to get
1: over it. I'm saying that as a couple, they need to have a serious discussion about whether, oh, yeah, what their definitely. boundaries are. But it
2: sounds like they have um, and they've come to
1: this conclusion. And that's, that's fine. But I don't know, I don't know if I think it's fair for her to go to him Okay, I don't know what she does for a living, but my guess is he's the 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 primary breadwinner in this family. that's that's my guess. I have no okay. idea. Maybe she's the daughter of a billionaire. I have no idea. So he's the primary breadwinner in this family. He has done so by for three seasons looking by simulating a bunch of sexual intercourse with hot women on screen nice. and she is now his wife and says, We are now married. I need you to potentially, now obviously this isn't what happened, potentially risk your job by saying you can't do the thing that, now we don't know she said this, Right, we don't know if that's what this discussion was. No, but they I know. need to have this this discussion. Say, look, I would prefer if you do not do this, even if it risks your job. And if he deems that marriage worthy and he loves her, that's that's good. That that's that's good of him to to make that concession I mean, to her. If, but if it's an Hollywood were so about.
2: insane in the first place, I don't think that Penn Badgley and his wife would have needed to have this conversation to begin with. Hollywood is is the villain in this story, in my mind. <laughs> and I really dislike this trend where we're blurring the lines between mainstream entertainment and porn. It's getting so bad. And every time I see people talking about the prevalence of graphic sexuality and nudity in TV and movies, Everyone is saying the same thing. It makes me uncomfortable and it makes me feel like I can't watch things with my own family members or my own friends yeah. or even my significant other.
1: Yeah.
2: It, like no one is actually in favor of this trend except for the writers who are forcing it That's, on the rest no, of us. I, I
1: disagree with that. Like, I think are
2: the weird ones. Sam Twitter. Levinson is a freaking creep.
1: Twitter like, people and stands and, and shippers love the graphic okay. stuff
2: maybe yes sure the shippers yeah those weirdos are a small sliver of the rest of the
1: but they're the loudest but they're the the loudest loudest. sure
2: um but i'm just saying like i don't blame pen badgley i don't blame his wife for either of their opinions on this because i don't think they would have needed to confront this problem if it hadn't been inflicted on them by hollywood's weird obsession with sexuality then the question, in the first place
1: then the question is would the show have gotten four seasons if it didn't do that so sanity sanity so. clause in the chat says it's a cope on my part because i want to watch people have sex on screen i don't watch those scenes if i i, if I agree with you mary that most of the time I, th- I always give the example of the 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 first scene between mike and and rachel from uh suits as one of the rare times where a sex scene felt earned and even then it was. PG 13 television mm-hmm. earned, right? Most of the time I find them to be a distraction to the story and not necessary. But it is an interesting discussion about the unique challenges that this specific profession has. Like, like I like, think about how bad Trump derangement syndrome is in Hollywood. And think about some dude who has to play like a, a right wing politician in a movie, and then his like far left wife comes home and it's just like, I just can't look at you anymore, and I don't see anything but an evil right wing, like whoever ends up playing playing Donald Trump in the documentary one day will then come home to his wife and his wife will be like, oh, like does Alec Baldwin go home and does Elaria, whatever her name is, freaking say, I just can't see you without seeing Donald Trump anymore. <laughs> I just can't.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think that's comparable, but um, someone in the chat said maybe this is because sex sells. And like, sex sells in a certain sense, but...
3: But I definitely... Dude, I, I think there's a lot to the... the to the point that you were making that in modern day it's more gruesome and, Mm -hmm. and and disgusting the way they go about it because right now i've been debating in my mind would i be okay with this and what all that i could come up with was if it was hollywood no if it was broadway yes interesting
1: explain that because hollywood Dude, Broadway is twice as woke as Hollywood. Broadway is awful. No,
3: I, I disagree.
1: <laughs> I, 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 mean, I sexually, I, they might not be more. They might not be as like debaucherous as Hollywood, but I they're they, are, well,
2: just as bad. Um, I, I,
3: I doubt it. You know, I, I think I'm thinking the the theater is more artistic than whatever schlop we're yeah. eating now. You know,
2: it's still getting pretty bad. I'm just,
3: sure, but because it it's
1: run by women and. You know, dude, I'm, I'm so, like they, them, diversity but, high. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. talking about this this weekend. Like, it, like the the sex scenes around people you know when it's uncomfortable, that sucks. But in general, I see this stuff. I'm like, whatever. Like, like figure it out. Like to this guy, like it's good moral on, fatigue. Good on them for figuring it out, I guess. But I'm not gonna feel like uh, because I'm never gonna be in a relationship with someone who has part of their job has to make out or fake having sex with another person. So it won't it won't ever affect me. Therefore, I say. The unique challenges that you face being, you know, to make the money you're making doing this job, good on you for figuring it out. It is an interesting argument to have that the director saw it as a challenge to like work how to I guess cut back well, on that's, the amounts of sex. That's seconds. so Buh-buh. telling.
2: Directors these days are not willing to take on that challenge. And what I'm saying about like that point, like sex sells yeah. is like does it though because tv sucks so bad compared to in the early 2010s or the late 2000s when it was at such a peak and graphic nudity and graphic sex scenes were not the norm but less effort means they're going to be relying more on sex scenes as a crutch
3: but sex isn't just the act you know it's also the pr about it's the Wow, they got an attractive female lead. They got an attractive male lead. They do seem to have some
1: chemistry. Oh, that was Wow, kinda...
2: Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson. That, no, that's 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 the, that cool. that the
1: old school Hollywood way of promoting your movies, right? Is by like, of ooh, course. look at these actors. They're so see in the each
2: suggestion other. of sex is so much more tantalizing than yeah. that's what shoving it in your face. That's yeah. what I'm
3: saying. It, it's the oh wow, they do really seem to have some chemistry.
1: Like it's I, their I job to yeah. fake it. It's their job to fake it. All right, let's go to Super Chats.
2: Dash Fortune said, the best thing about Zod is he completely validates Luther's fear of an alien invasion. Happy Monday. Cheers.
1: What the hell is he talking about? Uh, Read that one again. Sorry, I was... uh... He said, the
2: best thing about Zod is he completely validates Luther's fear of an alien invasion. Yep, Zod.
1: Uh, General Zod. Uh, oh, Superman. Yeah, like okay. uh, he's he's right about that. It's it's funny too because I still like uh, I I actually got like uh, into like a disagreement with someone once about we were talking about Captain America: Civil War and Batman vs Superman. I said, look, th- it is a fair argument to have with people about like whose side would you be on? And a lot of people who like you know Superman is pure good. He would never he would never turn on on the on the Earth, but Batman's fear in that movie. Is not an unwarranted fear. The idea that this dude has infinite power. Should Jane we not take off the
2: jacket? Like, Send in like, those he's like, super chats.
1: Some, he's like, I just heard something about Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm gonna it's he's getting all hot, well hot and
2: bothered. He is. So okay. it's,
1: it's an interesting discussion <laughs> to have.
2: Lori said, for the new Crisis Party sound effect, thank you. Noah Freger said, hi, Mary. With the story of Lilith, Adam's first wife, I'm curious when mythology flirts with religious belief, how would you perceive such iterations? Uh, I mean, they're, they're apocryphal, so I perceive them as such. I guess if you find them entertaining, have at reading them. I think the Bible's more important, I guess. Uh, Clint sent us some more thunderstorm emojis. Thank, Thank you. you. So said, if denticles and cuticles are covered, then this money is for Mary to say, oh, no, more often in her delightful
1: manner. <laughs> I don't get it.
2: Do I say that often? Oh, no. Left the Misfit said, yo, I went and bought a PS5 this week specifically to play Hogwarts Legacy, and it's incredible. I already really wanted it, but the nonsense backlash made getting it a spiritual necessity. Hashtag Ravenclaw gang.
1: Well, we will be discussing more of that yeah. in the next segment.
2: Brewmaster Monk said they are making the Satanism obvious because they want a reaction from the Christian fascist uprising. People wants to destabilize us and keep us from a... Third way? I'm not sure what you mean. is okay, thanks, Is anybody, thanks, here, is anybody
1: here actually like worried about the Christian fascist uprising? Th- Maybe they're challenged. they're
2: doing these provocations to <laughs> imagine carrying get backlash Gabriel and then says. call it a yeah. fascist uprising. What? I don't know. We should
1: Cribalies. send that the Fed post Cribulies. Yeah. They, they they punch at the the Christians and then when you get the most tepid take ever from Bridget Gabriel, <laughs> you say, Oh my God, like they're, they're, Kelly. they're coming for us for our freedoms and our self-expression and whatever buzzwords Ugh. we're using this week.
2: Carnell said, this might be news to most but no artist is paid for their performance at the Super Bowl. There you go, Dane, I was right.
3: I mean, stranger on the I, internet says.
2: But she was like unofficially paid for for it, I guess. I bet
1: they are. It's like when I found out that the NFL is like a not is a non-profit.
2: It's, it's a non-profit entertainment organization. Yeah,
1: it's, 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 not a, it's, a, it's not a not-for-profit, it's a non-profit. I mean, that's some legalese BS.
2: Yeah, definitely. Clef the Misfit said, Did y'all see how M&M's punked us all? The Maya Rudolph thing was a prank. If you saw their second commercial, they're not actually removing the mascots.
1: I love the idea that, wow. <laughs> like, that M&M's hired like, just like an amazing meme lord.
2: They haven't. They're doing a horrible job.
1: These companies need to start hiring incredible meme lords the problem is is that memes tend to be very um, They go to different corners of the internet, right? So like the per the, the, the memes I find funny are not the memes that somebody who watches bread tube finds funny It's not the same things that some like my boomer parents like that my boomer father would find funny Like everyone's like it's very hard to translate into corporate speak Actual memetic.
3: is it called bread tube because they're idiots and there's gonna be a bread line. <laughs> yeah,
1: is it yeah, really Yeah, I, I think it is
2: after Red Lines. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's hilarious.
2: Pretty sure. <laughs> ben Ryder said, Brett, 100% men's sports, real-life superheroes and freaks. WNBA is the talent YMCA men's rec league game biological differences. Dude, I... That was a lot to take in. It's
1: it's crazy. Like It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I post a lot of it. Someone who doesn't really watch sports anymore, but grew up loving playing sports... It's one of those things where it's like unless you get a chance to actually see it close up and in person like I watched a a thing the other day about just how fast a goalie has to be in hockey to react to save a a hockey puck Mm. and their reaction times It's It's the same thing if you look at the linemen in football right and they're enormous Any other segment if they if they were not an athlete we'd be making fun of them right like look at these Look at how huge these people are Have you ever seen one of the like the videos where they try to get those to blow those dudes up to like to win them? They're in incredible shape. Like yeah. you cannot win them. I'll never forget
3: a MTV documentary. It was about college, a high school football players that were trying to go basically to college football. Mm. And there was this one guy. He's like, "Yeah, I need to buff up fifty pounds." Yeah, and he was talking about
1: his insanely strict like eating regimen. It's why I was never I would never have made it to college hockey because I wasn't t- I, I didn't get Dude. tall enough and at my height so so when I was younger and I played, right? Your biggest asset is your speed because you're smaller, but as they people get taller, their legs get longer and they make up that difference in size instantly. Mm. It's the same thing for for once they go to college, it's like they have to become unbelievably Strict Dude, with to, their diets in their training regimen. But regimens.
3: to be a professional athlete right now, like you gotta start from like three.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like hockey. You know, there's a reason why they're called uh, hockey parents or you know sports parents, yeah. right? Like they they get their kids into these training programs from a very very young age.
2: That's the real nepotism is being groomed into not, being a professional well, like, athlete. Especially tennis. President.
1: Tennis, you gotta go to these academies. Or even play. to play hockey, you just have to be rich to play because it's so expensive between ice time a hockey stick costing $1000 and uh, all of the equipment and everything it's mm-hmm. just in, in the training camps it's ex- unbelievably expensive so a lot expensive so a lot of people are just literally priced out
3: well and tennis you're priced out because you got to go to these academies and yeah. be like a super ace student It's insane yeah.
2: unusable alpaca said the nfl covers the expenses of production travel costs etc They don't get a check in order to perform. I might be mistaken, but didn't the NFL make the performers pay to perform in the past? That's
1: wild. That's wild. wild. Really? Well, you know, it's good promotion for them, right? Well, then the least they get to do is
2: lip sync, right?
1: Let's, uh, Let's save the rest. We'll come back.
2: Okay. All right.
1: All right, guys, so Hogwarts Legacy. (laughs) Hogwarts Legacy, which is uh, still in the news for everything but the gameplay, even though a lot of streamers are playing it right now and people are loving it. Um, It is being called a genocide simulator by bad faith actors on Steam, (laughs) and it's also getting horrible reviews from sites like Wired, which gave it a 1 out of 10, which is the most bad faith. Yeah, Um, No such thing as a review like that from that site that isn't politically motivated. I'm sorry. Like... All they had to do is change the wording on that and make it an op-ed. Wow, the title is Review. There is no magic
3: in Hogwarts Legacy. The game is mid at best, and its real-world harms are
1: impossible to ignore. Mm-hmm. Who wrote this piece of the Okay, I- I'm so crash. done getting angry. First, they need to tell me what the real-world harms are. Once you can tell me what the real-world harms are, I ask you what would be the actual solution to those real-world harms. And if it's anything beyond just telling me, like... Like what silence is violence, but also talking is violence and violence, 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 violence. Everything's bad.
3: Right? Okay, so the writer of this garbage article is called Jaina Rodriguez Gray, and she looks exactly how you think she
1: so it says uh, the brand new game, which has faced a slew of backlash due to the continued fallout against J.K. Rowling, was labeled on Steam as a genocide simulator on Saturday. They're saying this because you're allowed to do the unforgivable curses in this game. You yeah, can you can get the you can get Crucio, you can get Imperio, and you can get Avada Kedavra. And what do these do again? So Avada Kedavra is the killing curse. Uh, just in, kills you. Just kills, kills you. Okay. That's Crucio's Imperio. Torture. Uh, yeah, Crucio is torture. The Cruciatus, cur- courses, uh, cr- the Cruciatus curse is torture. And Imperio is mu- it basically mind control. It allows okay. you to force someone to do what you want.
2: I want Imperio.
1: Uh, and that's why. The other
2: ones you can do yourself. You don't need a spell. But yes. Imperio, okay. you need, you need well, the spell.
1: Very, very, very true. Right.
2: Um. um I've seen that they've been like... Rating the game with custom tags before this they added like the tags transphobia and like <laughs> just stupid shit there's like a that. trans
1: character in the game yeah
2: well yeah. i mean you can make your own character trans if you feel like it i i don't know how it all works but yeah that's a thing and like they went out of their way to be inclusive because of the backlash they were receiving. But listen
1: to what they say about the game. So it says, Hogwarts uh, So it says Hogwarts Legacy does not have a morality system, but players will encounter various quests and storylines that will influence the wizard or witch uh, to what kind of witch or wizard they become, reads the game's frequently asked questions. So it says, the game will feature the three unforgivable curses uh, that can be unlocked through side quests. It's important for us to give players who sought out to be dark witch or wizard an opportunity to do so Oh my god Won't you think Of the children If we don't stop them From from being an evil wizard yeah. They're gonna grow up it, it kinda feels like that
3: Anyway here's Sam Whatever his name is Dancing as Satan
1: Yes, yeah, seriously like,
3: What
2: Sam-
1: the hell Are we doing
2: Who did Greg Ellis consistent? Voice act On the game Who Greg Ellis The
1: guy who was here Greg Ellis was in. But um, who did he
2: voice at? I don't
1: know. That's a, that's a good question. He, he tweeted at
2: J.K. Rowling and said um, he's based. He was like praising her work and stuff, and he said uh, that <laughs> like he was canceled by a virulent strain of his own fans who called him a misogynist, yep. racist, and transphobe.
1: He's like a he's a men's rights. He's a legit men's rights activist that talks a lot about divorce court. And child, uh, and um, what do you call it? Like uh, custody hearings and stuff mm. like that. So he's a he's big into. He's already talking about stuff that makes mm. him unpopular with with the normies.
2: Yeah. So I guess J.K. Rowling worked with him, thinking like, "What do I have to lose? If these people already hate me, I might as well work I, with whoever I want to work with." Um, you know that Wojak that has like uh, there, there's like the the girl Wojak that's like, "Sweetie, it's it's time for your." Like hourly, I don't know, like, you know that one? Uh, That, That meme format?
3: It looks like a, yeah, I know what it looks like.
2: Yeah, I'm just picturing, like, the software developers for this game watching the backlash against it. And they're and it's like, sweetie, it's time for you to get trashed for making a game, even yeah. though you had nothing to do no, with the creator of the IP. The, honestly, this
3: is pathetic. If you're an editor or the owner of a company, and you you just keep up. people just came to your website for a review, and an article, which is already a dying medium, and you al- allow these freaking midwits to write some propagandistic slop. For their 16 Twitter followers at the expense of your profit margins. Like,
1: could you please capitalism better, sir? Like, what the
3: hell is going on? It's
1: not just this, though, guys. Hogwarts Legacy, I just found this, like, literally just went up just before we went live. Hogwarts Legacy Mocap technician says he won't buy the game because it's the least he can do as an ally. What? Uh, So he worked on the game. Parker Hartzler says. Here's my place in the Hogwarts Legacy credits, the second high budget game I've been credited in. I was the real time technician on shoot floor helping mocap actors see their, rig- their rigs in the environment. I will not be purchasing the game. It's the least I can do as an ally. Wow, he's just
2: you. salty that he didn't get a free copy.
1: No, no, that's. I, I thought it was like maybe he got one for free, and he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to buy it. Did you see it.
2: that someone else purchased the game <laughs> and, crushed and, it cru- up. and then smashed it with a sledgehammer? Yeah. Like they bought it specifically to destroy it and post a picture of the destroyed game Uh, while still giving jk rowling money okay well thank you guys
3: brief intermission
2: um wait i just i don't understand what is genocidal about the unforgivable curses
1: still wondering if anybody I, a lot of people can't hear it that well i just yeah, want I people
3: don't. i want to I do one of the voice hours for one of these yeah, hey you're yeah we're down we can no, do I'll talk to the
1: lord then. banks um <laughs>
2: what what is genocidal about the unforgivable curses uh
1: i guess just the the fact that you can perform killing curses makes I mean, it genocidal. murdering
2: someone still isn't genocide it's just murder mm. right?
1: newsflash there's video games
3: where you are three seconds in and you shoot someone in the face and blow them up like, what are we even Hogwarts talking about? Hogwarts Legacy
2: went soft in that regard. Seriously,
3: like, you, you have the option to be bad, similar to life.
2: That's so true. Imagine. Yeah.
3: Wow. I guess, um. we, all, I guess we all just learned something, huh?
1: Yeah, there, there's nothing. So, so, this was written at the bottom. It says, according. So, okay, I'm going to go through this last oh my part. Gosh. Well, it says, The game recently revealed the first trans character in the Wizarding World on Monday named Sonora Ryan, who runs the Three Broomsticks Tavern in Hogsmeade Village. Well, that's not what it was like in the book, that's for sure. According according to the the character, her classmates didn't realize that she was actually a witch, not a wizard. So she's androgynous, I guess, also. Cool. I mean, uh, so it said several users have slammed the tag, one saying there are people in Turkey who have just lost their entire family. There are women in Iran being uh, R-worded and killed for throwing for showing their hair, tweeted one user. There are still gay purges happening in Chechnya. There are literal concentration camps in North Korea, but playing Hogwarts Legacy yeah. equals genocide. I mean, it's nothing more than the hyperbolic language that they incorporate for everything, Well, right? then they would
2: just say, like, you can care about multiple problems at once, and Hogwarts Legacy is a problem. Sure. But, but they don't have any actual but, proof to back that but up. But why do you,
3: Why do these people always have to go for the least problematic of things? Like, if your whole mm. identity is this pet cause, why why don't you ever go for, like, the big hitters? You know what it, I'm saying? Because it's so
2: easy when your moral crusade is to refrain from doing something. Because oh. it's it's easy to just sit back and watch and criticize and not do anything and then claim that you're virtuous and a Seems hero like, for doing that's to, so. Toxic
1: awareness. There's a, yeah. Like I was watching a thing the other day, it said, uh, granted it was, um, it was from like a religious Instagram page saying like, I don't believe that we as human beings were built to know about every bad thing that happens in the world, which the internet has given us access to i don't know if i agree with that take but it is an interesting thing to to think about also there's that meme it's of greta thunberg and it says like uh i'm an activist it's not my job to give you solutions it's my job to complain about the the lack of them yeah Uh, okay well (laughs) like that's 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 the truth right like i
2: i saw this truly mentally deranged take on twitter that i would like to to relay to you yeah well
3: follow me if you don't like them
2: No, no, Dane. You're very based on Twitter. Okay, thank you. So they said, I'm sorry you were deeply invested in Wizard World as a child. I was deeply invested in the American Imperial War Machine as an adult. <laughs> so much so that I killed for it and will spend the rest of my life trying to make Whoa. amends. You're not a kid anymore. It's time to grow up. Wow,
1: that that is... A- <laughs>
2: yes, me going overseas and killing people is the same as you buying a video game.
1: Whoa. Pretty much on the same exact level honestly like yeah it's, it's exactly the same <laughs> wait, wait wait when
2: bush says go to war for oil i'm like
3: <laughs>
2: at the ruddy sir
3: so if i buy hogwarts legacy and when people say they stand with the troops they're talking about me
2: yeah. Me and Burtman. I guess I guess you're basically one of the troops.
1: Also, why the hell do they care about what? this so much but they don't care about Universal Studios? They don't care about any of the like the they're millions not of toys. are protesting
2: at Universal no, Studios. No, they're not. Like
1: they go there but they get too distracted by the butterbeer and they just get in, they get involved in Is that or,
2: actual alcohol by the way?
1: I don't think so. God, you know? my
3: Porsche, my posture's horrible. Chat, can you like insult me when my posture's bad?
1: It's, uh, the Do you have full permission? Dude, there was also an article or something that said it's like, how to hide your Hogwarts legacy achievements from your oh my god! Family. <laughs> Imagine my grandma's like,
4: what so, the hell is that behind you? Bolito, what are you playing on the doing? PlayStation? You're, oh, you're happy, got
2: just me. You're playing the Genocide game again. You know what actually is the Genocide game? What? Civilization.
1: The, oh, I've never played it. Or, you know, people. the Trillion World War games. Yeah. 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 It's, I just, I, I can't help but laugh at how, like, this is, to me, the, the quintessential evidence that, like, this is what happens when you live in a time where of such comfort that this is what you complain about.
2: And you also, like, if you live in a time of moral ambiguity, which is what we're living in right now, people get so uncomfortable with that without being able to admit it to themselves that they will come up with um, their own, you know, story, their own narrative of, of the bad guys and the good guys. Because if morality is relative, we have to cope with that somehow. It's the
1: truth of the internet, dude. Like, I see, like, quotes that famous people have said and you see both sides posting it as like evidence that their side is right
2: wasn't that exactly what happened to gina carano kind of yeah yeah yeah
1: like that's like like that's why i always refrain from posting stuff like that because it does not matter what you post somebody who holds a completely opposite worldview to you can break that statement down into a form that makes sense for whatever they're talking about right so better that you focus on what your own words mean than dissecting the words of others and trying to use them as some type of uh you know, rallying cry for your cause, whatever that cause may be. I still say that your goal in life should be to be entirely anti activist and to laugh, make fun of, and deride anyone who dares call themselves an activist in the year 2023, especially if they don't do anything in the real world and all they do is just talk shit on their phone. Make fun yeah. of slacktivists each and every day. I, I, first, I,
3: not only do I accept your worldview, I love it, and I will now make it my own, but there, there's some people that generally volunteer on the weekends to go to soup kitchens. Soup that's kitchen. not even it's... activism, no, That's just good... That's just well, being that's a good person. What I'm... Yeah. It's not activist but Don't you I... them. May, like, no, support yeah, those yeah, yeah, people. Those are the good people. Those are the... They're one of the good ones. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this... No, these people are never them. Like, Th- these hateful tweets are never being tweeted from a soup kitchen. No,
2: they're not. They would rather give homeless people smartphones to give them upboats on Reddit than food.
1: Yeah. Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah. Legitimately,
1: I just um, uh... I found
2: another pressed uh, Twitch streamer with pronouns and bio that said, effing Greg Ellis voiced characters in Hogwarts Legacy, rant incoming. I find it funny that JK Rowling supposedly having nothing to do with the game, the people managing hiring for voice actors took one, look at Ellis and said, yeah, we'll hire this guy. He hasn't been outed as transphobic in the last five years or anything. It doesn't... I want this name's... this Okay, I want this man's name off of my timeline forever...
1: It doesn't really matter if she's not involved in the game or or not. Anyways, you, the critics, have made it so. So you've limited the ability for people to get hired to play this because normal people who don't want this crap in their life are like, I'm not going to get sign on for that project. It's too much of a hot potato. So they have to go to guys like Greg Ellis, uh because yeah. who else is gonna who else in it the would right turn into remember this the anyway. the one voice actor who's like i signed on to do this game before i knew that jk rowling said all of those awful transphobic tweets there was the one voice the young teenage voice actor who said that, right? Like they don't have a choice, dude. You're Even though not he, giving them he a choice. Of
2: course, did know at the time. It was well. Yeah, after. it was
1: like a year after or something. But he's like, We'll round up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh it is what it is. It is I, I do love watching the people melt down though, because it's like I can't think of anything in my life that's like like when we complain about stuff like this, it's do you do Twitter threads complaining about like threads? Like, like listen,
3: I'm a complainer. Yeah. I have fun complaining. I think it's... Especially
2: when other people solve your problem for you. Yeah, I mean, I
3: am every woman. But it's some of the best times I have someone just talking with the boys and just complaining aimlessly about things for comedic purposes. But this isn't that. Yeah, This is a person that wants someone to be like, wow, hey, I just heard this complaint you had. And not only do I see you, I recognize you for who you are. I hear you. And I, I hear you. And I think you're better than not only me, but pretty much everyone
1: else. Have you seen those pictures of like the white families like in like chains saying I with shirts that say Dude. I'm sorry. sorry for
2: party rocking. Dude. <laughs> uh... I only like the edits where they are like, sorry for party rocking.
1: It's uh, <laughs> it's the world we live in now. Let's um let's do some super chats. Why don't we Okay.
2: Timothy Knight said, Hi from Baguette Country, receipt here are now receipts. Here are now made with vitamin C. Don't know about the U.S. The U.S. Um, doesn't have regulations. Probably, like that, so.
1: probably microplastics and d- drugs. In yeah. the, there's probably fluoride. Endocrine
2: disruptors and, all around and
1: fluoride in our receipts.
2: Simulated. Dave said Neil Marshall admitted at one point that an unnamed producer told him to encourage. Fa- uh, wait, wait. Is this? Fast and Furious, or is it something else?
1: Or is it Final Fantasy? Final
2: Fantasy? It's FF, nudity for the sake of perverted audiences and execs on Game of Thrones. Or
1: is it female-female?
2: Female-female?
1: Is it girl-on-girl girl action? You can't
2: expect me to know all of these acronyms, man. NYC Diesel said, The sex scene in Team America World Police <laughs> was done really well and was very heartfelt.
1: I, you know what? Mary, have you ever seen Team America World, no, please? I have no idea what this is. You can, uh, America, That's a yeah. America movie, for sure. Coming again to save the motherfucking day. You know, no, well, I you mean, know. I
2: recognize that, but I haven't seen it.
1: You, you should watch Mad it. Mad Day, man. <laughs> <laughs> that movie rules.
2: Johnny Beck sent us a thumbs up. Thank you. Timothy Knight said, There's a miniseries called The Comey Rule with only two episodes. Minimum requirements for a miniseries with a hell of a... TDS cast. See, I
1: love the idea that those actors go home at night and they're like, and their spouses or their significant others like, oh my god, you look too much like ben carson i can't i can't ben carson can't. <laughs> <laughs> you look like too much of a trump cabinet member i can't do it uh, we have we have to get a divorce we have to split up i'm taking the kids and all your money because you acted in this role and now i can't separate the art from the artist Idaria is uh, telling that to alec baldwin
2: because she's like I'm, not, I'm hispanic you're going to deport me and and he's like well it's, it's in, like Bitch, you're from Connecticut. And
1: she's like, I'm safe Ah, as long as I'm not in front of him in the movie scene. Uh, I don't
2: know where she's from, but it sounds like she's from Connecticut. Ah,
1: see,
3: Connecticut.
2: (laughs) BMF Nate Dogg said, now let's see some ankle.
1: Uh, Okay. I don't even wear ankle socks.
2: (laughs) Ankles are haram. Gary Thomas said, hey all, what I find interesting is in K-dramas, whenever a couple holds hands or kisses for the first time, it is seen as groundbreaking overuse of sex in movies and TV is only in the West
1: yeah I guess we've we've kind of degraded our culture so far in a way that Hmm. uh,
2: and China's just in the corner like (laughs)
1: not me I'm single handedly keeping this culture together could be and I'm just over here like is the cornerstone of our culture of America yeah and I'm just over here like yeah whatever happens over my platform
3: dudes rule and I have evidence that will lead to the arrest of Shane Cashman (laughs)
2: <laughs> also someone said uh, I want to touch Dane's hair is that sexual harassment? Um or no they said is that racist? Is it either?
1: No, it is like because there's people uh. I, I read a whole Twitter thread once about a lady saying that like she called it racist because people asked to touch her hair in school because she was yeah. it was white kids asking to touch an African American woman's hair therefore racist because they just you know, kids. Kids have no childlike wonder. Kids are just evil. Like, by the way,
3: society I, says I am the person that strangers have come up to me and touched my hair. That happens. It Does ha- it
2: make you uncomfortable?
3: Yes, because it, it's they don't even ask, or I, I don't that see. That is com-
2: weird. I always thought that was it's. Weird.
3: It's like um, I mean, it's only happened like five times, and like three out of the five times it was at Starbucks with a, a lady- Coincidence.
1: I think not.
2: That sounds like gang stalking to me.
3: Mm, no,
1: it's always typically women just S- be like,
3: it's just currently...
2: Kind of like- Sam
1: Adams in the chat says, Mary, you really do not want to w- see Team America. Don't listen to him. You want Why to Why is he saying that? I-, I don't know. He's crazy.
2: Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Perturbed Alpaca said, where did all these alpacas come from? Well, I'm still wondering who the real one is.
1: Also... Like, are you all
2: the same person?
1: Also, do they belong to... to- Johnny Depp. They, yeah. Did he ever get his 300 did he, alpacas? Did he get
2: his alpacas as promised? I hope so. Dash Fortune said, with all these UFOs being shot down, I can't help but have the impulse to send in my XCOM squad to secure the sites.
1: Oh, one of my favorite, the, the greatest memes that were going up when all this was going on was a, it's a, a screenshot from the movie Independence Day when Will Smith is like, and he's like, "No, sir. Just can't wait to get up, can't wait to get up in the air and kick ET's ass. That's all. Like, that's absolutely true. Every Air Force pilot right now."
2: Noodles McNoodles said, "Played goalie for 17 years. Sliding across the crease eventually was my downfall when the muscles started to get pulled."
1: Yep. Uh, good, good on you for playing goalie. I was, uh, I was a center when I played. I was, uh, I was not a goalie. I was a center
2: unusable alpaca said in corn the physical action is real even though the story is fake like when wrestlers take hits in wwe
1: my favorite thing in wrestling is um when you listen closely you can hear them calling the moves because that's how they like that's how they do it so as somebody's like you know it's basically like calling a dance like uh, a dance number as you go right he's like you know right hook right hook Rope like you know, like you like yeah. the, the good ones. I was I was told once and I don't know if this is true, that the reason why it became popular for wrestlers to have long hair was because it would allow them to to communicate like and hide their, their lips as they were moving, so it wouldn't look like they were talking to each other while while moving. I don't know if that's actually true. I know also part of it's uh it's just easy movement for people to grab onto, uh adds for motion, but very interesting.
2: BMF Nate Dog said kill goblins on Skyrim and no one bats an eye kill goblins in Hogwarts and everyone loses their minds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, true.
1: Also Russell says Brett's soccer talk is sus. I did not play soccer, I played hockey. By Sorry. the
2: way, are the house elves supposed to be endearing or am I supposed to want to kill them?
1: They're endearing. Who? They're
2: not endearing though.
1: Like the the house elves in Harry Potter.
2: They're just they're so pathetic that I hate them.
1: Wow. I'm like that might be like some type of is personality. That, just me? that might be a personality test <laughs> of somewhere uh, of some if sort. If you if you find endearing Do you do find, do you or find not? slavery uh, pathetic? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you should it's, read Bronze Age it's Mindset. The fact that. that
2: they're conditioned to worship whoever they serve. Uh, it's, what is his name? Lucius? I, I don't I'm think. I'm like I'm like Lucius Malfoy.
3: I don't think the I don't want to think...
2: kick him across the you room. You should
3: read my, Bronze Age Mindset talks about that. Okay. Yeah. That's House Elves. No, about... In in uh, Bronze
2: Age mindset. uh,
3: I don't want to get into it.
2: Okay. (laughs) Clef the Misfit said, Maybe it's genocidal because the primary enemy in the game are goblins. Also, people are claiming the goblins are anti-Semitic, which as a Jew, I think is dumb AF and don't even care if it's true because it's fun.
1: Yeah, that's that (laughs) that has been a long standing criticism long before J.K. Rowling got in trouble for making perfectly rational statements that got labeled transphobia. She got called anti-Semitic for making the goblins the keepers of Gringotts Bank. Uh, like uh, goblins that had like long hooked noses and stuff like that. That was uh, definitely something they called it an anti-Semitic trope.
2: caper so. 2X. Oh, do you want to? Uh,
1: do one more and then we will right. move on.
2: caper 2X said, for the day a- the Earth stood still fans, NORAD will conduct air defense exercises in Washington, D.C. on February 14th from midnight to 2.30 a.m. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, uh, so let's let's move on. I want to talk about Ethan Van Skyver. So, Ethan Van Skyver is a comic book artist. Uh, he has been working. he worked in the industry for about twenty five million years, it seems like. But he um, he writes he wrote for DC back in the day. He worked for Marvel back in the day, Green Lantern, all that stuff. He is now uh, he went independent several years ago, part of Comics Comics Gate. He publishes his Cyber Frog uh, comic through Patreon. Uh, and you know he does like a Kickstarter program for it. So he's made a lot of uh, money doing really really good work He's a like, his live streamer does a lot of live streams really really devoted core audience. He got kicked off of patreon because okay, Wait, I'm has he been kicked no, off of Patreon not or is it just off, the yes, threat? No, not not kicked off Patreon, but he was threatened with Patreon. Right, that they basically told him that he had to remove a tweet in which he was critical of Disney, and it was a tweet from like 2022 where he was critical like of. They the, were searching,
2: they were yeah. raking through his Twitter looking for the reason.
1: Yeah, they, they and they found him being critical of the parental rights and education... You know, the he was critical of Disney pushing back on the parental rights and education bill. Um, From Ron DeSantis, he called them uh, high octane groomers. (laughs) I think was Whoa. what he said. And he, he's right. One thing that he said which is absolutely correct is he called um the trans lobby the most powerful socio political lobby in the entire world. Yeah, the whole mixed with Here's Disney. what he said. Absolutely. Disney is
2: framing a law that restricts public school teachers from presenting confusing sexual and gender concepts to children between the ages of five and eight as a matter of LGBT rights. Yep. High octane grooming, most powerful sociopolitical lobby plus most powerful entertainment corporation versus parents. So because he criticized the government and a mega corporation, another mega corporation is coming for him, trying to get him to self-censor. So in this email, uh, Ray from Patreon, uh, trust and safety. Oh, even
1: worse than Sarah with an E is Ray (laughs) with an E at the end.
2: Don't know what that's about. Said uh, that he has violated their community guidelines with off-platform activity that is funded through Patreon. So, for that reason, they need him to remove that tweet or remove the link to Patreon from his Twitter bio. So, their justification is because you fund your career using Patreon or at least in part you're using Patreon. Anything you do off the platform to fund your your career is now something Patreon is liable for. So anything you say, Patreon could be liable. And, and that's totally improvable legally. Like, that's, that's insane that they would say that.
1: I love this part where it says, this is from Ray, R-E-Y-E. Ray at Patreon says, "Well, diverse viewpoints are welcomed... No, they're not. They're lying. There is no room at Patreon for creators who promote sentiments of discrimination based on gender identity and sexual orientation. This is considered a violation of our hate speech guidelines and is not allowed. Because everything is hate speech to somebody who's offended by literally everything.
2: If you hate Disney and if you hate the government, that's hate speech. Because... A gigantic mega corporation and the government are now protected classes
1: yep excuse me there's like (laughs) like, we live in backwards world now where literally like if you were a smart person these if you were evil and smart like a lot of people seem to be proving themselves to be these days anytime you do something awful you just claim that you're trans because that will get you away with anything. They'll put you in the jail you want to be put in, for goodness sakes, if you, if you want that. He's right, calling it the most powerful sociopolitical lobby in the entire world. And it's now affecting stuff like art and fundraising for your own projects. Well, it's fortunately,
2: bonkers. he was only using Patreon for one small part yeah. of his project. It was his like trading cards. Yep. So he's moved them over to Subscribestar instead. Which I don't is, know if Subscribestar has a better... I know they have a better track record, but yeah. have they censored before?
1: I or, didn't see anything that said that, but sure. I know a lot of people prefer Subscribestar now over Subscribestar Patreon. Subscribestar
3: is a tragically bad name for a
2: brand. Why is I that? I don't know
3: why. I,
2: well, first tell off, us Marketing Man Extraordinary. Well, first
3: off, the first thing you think of Star is Pornstar first. I
2: don't know not about that. really. Well,
3: maybe if you're messed up, boy on the internet like me your
2: mind's in the gutter
3: maybe but that's the first thing that came to me subscribe star like what's going on here seems like a kinky site
1: so a subscribe star and only fans should have switched only fans should have been the normal <laughs> name one and wow. subscribe stars yeah
2: even van skyver has updated on twitter um about this article saying i've said it before but stop hiring sjw's look at their twitter bios if they're using pronouns and describing themselves by skin color, sexual proclivities, or disabilities, they will cost your business money and drive you to ruin. Fire them. So don't hire them. That's what
1: Vida Ayala does over uh, He seems comments. to be
2: missing the fact that Patreon is specifically seeking these people out mm-hmm. to hire them.
1: But, okay, so that's... Like,
2: that's their goal.
3: But that's them. But Google, Twitter, Facebook, meta like, all these companies just have... Massive layoffs. Yep. So I mean, the
1: proof is in the pudding. Yeah. The wh- e- what are these people going to do now? The email jobs might be go- some of the email jobs might be We're in a precarious situation. Away. But yeah. uh, so it says uh, I do, do think. What do you he's- do
2: all day as a trust and safety officer for Patreon? I wonder.
1: I wonder if they have a belonging officer like those other companies I'm seeing uh, now. A I mean, you've seen the videos. Officer. It's like first, I, I have a workout with my girls, and, and then who I is have the story a story
2: time officer where you all get in a circle and you you look at it's picture adult,
1: books. It's adult daycare, <laughs> and then and then we have a meeting about wonder, things that are important. And it's ten time for an early launch. I wonder. Um, if I could apply just like uh, you know how they talk about um, quiet quitting and then what's the opposite of quiet quitting where you try to get the job loud not... quitting
2: no, the one... loud hiring the, the
1: one you know what I'm talking <laughs> about right the one where you just the one where you just they are talking <sighs> I about work here. Gen Z are just applying for jobs they're not even qualified for oh yeah that's like, I'm gonna, like is there anything life. I'm less qualified for than a belonging officer I need to apply for that
2: maybe the opposite of quiet quitting is just lying on your resume so you get hired
1: like I think I I need to go apply to be a belonging officer at one of these companies just to see well, what right here. What are your
2: qualifications?
1: Does that matter? You Jeez. have to. You have
2: to at least make them up.
1: The, okay. Well, it's like I have like and just put a fake university down, like Thomas Soul University. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They'd be like sounds legit. <laughs> this is,
1: this is a real name. It sounds like a real person. Like is, is is it really called applying loudly? I have no no idea. But like I need to go see if I can get like a belonging job somewhere. That's what we need to do. We need to like, they, well, we need one. They took over. I want to belong. They took over these companies by applying, getting in, in these low positions and working their ways up to positions of power. I need to go become a belonging officer some way and get into a position (laughs) with hiring approval at these companies.
2: I saw this post. um, This guy in chat says
3: in France, we have happiness managers. (laughs)
2: <laughs> really that's what it's called I hope that's, that's according to Timothy Knight oh no the, the French are just off the rails man so I do bliss. love uh, but I... have you seen those those carnival rides that are like you get to the top and then you just drop down mm. I saw a video where one of those went terribly wrong and they just like slammed at the bottom and like bounced back up again and then <laughs> slammed the bottom again <laughs> And then there were a bunch of people just flying off of the ride. Like, it was just a horrible <laughs> did they, lawsuit did waiting they to happen. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I didn't know the whole Mary story. Mary watched a snuff
1: film and didn't even notice it. Like, I, I <laughs> hope
2: not. But th- someone said that that. Um, what the f- someone said that video came from India, but I'm not totally sure where it came from. But the caption was like, this is going to be like the outcome of diversity hires. It's like, not not just. You know, planes flying out of the sky. Yeah. But also just normal, mundane things that we do in life are gonna be ruined.
1: They do that with the the memes about it's like it's the, the sound audio bit. It's like what's better than one cover girl? two cover and it's always like it's like a woman in an ambulance and she's like she poses with her feet like her female coworker in the ambulance and then it cuts to a, an ambulance going off a bridge <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
0: way, like, they, they do
1: the same thing again with like two female pilots and it shows a plane just falling out of the sky yeah. here's what should happen to all these jobs
3: they should be the people that argue for those positions they should have them they should be executive executives board members for these companies they should outline all their plans and their estimated outcomes. Yep. They should be given funding and they should be given help to do whatever it is they wanted to do. And if within the scheduled amount of time, they don't receive the ex- the results, they should be fired, ousted, and then copious amounts of scientific articles should be written about how this has been attempted and failed. Yeah,
2: Validating these people feels like the equivalent of playing pretend with a child and they give you like they're like playing pretend restaurant and they give you a pretend meal and you pretend eat it that's that's but the, they real the equivalent of like validating inclusion and belonging officers yeah with bachelor's degrees and but
1: then but the problem is then when it goes badly people start getting silenced for off-platform behavior and that's kind of where i want the discussion to go here so what do we do now when so much of our life takes place online And you're now being basically policed by these companies for something that didn't even happen on their platform. They can find any reason, any justification to bring it back and censor you if they really want to. But it's a scary world right now where you can get in trouble for something you didn't even do on that platform when these platforms involve part of your monthly income right right like so it's it's a soft form of censorship in and of itself where it's like maybe they maybe he pushes back on this one and they and they go back on their wor- or and they and they break down and they say okay fine we'll give you your, your page back right like even if they even if they did that it won't matter because it'll make you think twice before you say something I
3: feel there should be a page that has like a counter that's like this account has tried to cancel x amount of people <laughs> And then it has like a range. Like this guy's code red. Like yeah. th- this guy does like a hundred. <laughs> a rating a day.
2: system for how Seriously. insane people are.
3: So, so people can take criticisms at face value. It's like, oh, the, uh, that's Brett. He barely, you know, he's always positive. He doesn't really try to get people fired. So the fact that he's really up in arms about this is kind of alarming. Versus whatever, like, well, okay, well, this person
1: recreationally. Psychosexually tries to get people fired yeah. It's funny because like I like I had a patreon for skating back in the day, and I, I got rid of it when I came here to work because I wasn't able to contribute to the to the content full time but now, because of this show, I'm sure I would get demonetized instantly like I'm sure somebody would find something to complain about Well, if whatever looking about
2: back right? through Ethan van Skyver's tweets from a year ago or, or like over a year ago to come up with a violation of their community guidelines that is already yeah. BS then of course they would come up with any justification it seems like it should be illegal but there aren't any legal changes coming anytime soon to punish these tech companies and like if they get rid of an Ethan Venskiver, yes they lose out on the share of his money that they would have gotten but in the end like Patreon is such a large platform mm-hmm. that it's just a rounding error to them so unless they face legal repercussions for doing these things and like violating people's privacy and their private the way their private companies are run then nothing is going to change
1: and patreon has a history of this of censoring various it's uh... been
2: so long they started this from the very beginning Mm -hmm. back in like 2014 they've always done this yeah it's nothing new it
1: got worse after 2016 yeah, like in like 20- yeah. I remember in twenty eighteen, I, I believe it was particularly bad. Um, yeah,
2: they've already brought down the ban hammer yeah. many times.
1: It is what it is. Like uh, I, I think I feel c- like
2: okay, maybe this is cynical. I feel like some of these anti woke people, especially like in the comic books industry, mm-hmm. they join Patreon knowing that they'll get censored on there, and then they can. Make a more strategic move to a different platform or an independent platform. I think he's
1: been on there for so long. I don't or know like Indiegogo, for instance, yeah.
2: like that too. Like a lot of them platforms them. that are well known to censor people yeah. and kick people off.
1: Indiegogo uh, is the preferred platform for anyone that isn't like a, a far left loon at this point. It's far better. Far better campaigns are going on at Indiegogo than are going on at Kickstarter kickstarter had their comic czar i forget what her name was um uh, what was, uh somebody in the chat will remember whose name she was awful she she was she was, so basically it was her job to review every comic book like uh every single every one. single one to there it was she was her job to review their pitches and then decide whether it was okay to be on their platform and the one that was labeled like punch nazis that was okay but anything you know anything that's right of stalin is not necessarily okay loving your dad.com so, yeah basically fans, that would have yeah. been that would have been okay so. whatever
2: you do don't ask a belonging officer about their relationship See, with their father i need that job it's I not know. gonna go well for you
1: i need a i need to get my job as a belonging officer somewhere <laughs> but you like your dad that's true it's, it's not gonna work. It's probably true. All right, let's uh, let's go. We got a couple of super chats, and then we will move on. Also, guys, actually, before we move on, we have still over six hundred people watching, and only two hundred and something likes. Will you please blasphemous hit the like button before we move on? Now we can start, Mary.
2: Okay. Um, this one from Caper Two X. I have no idea what it means, so I kind of don't want to say it. Looks like it's in a different language.
1: Probably not. Uh, probably not the best idea to read.
2: Yeah, sorry about that, Gabriel Two X. Perturbed Alpaca said, "I am the one and only."
1: Well, but hello, Perturbed What Alpaca. does
2: unusable Alpaca have to say about that?
1: Is there so? There's unusable. There's perturbed. Are there others? I know there, Is there an ambivalent there Alpaca? Ones. An no, ambivalent. I think that was Alpaca. ambivalent app. But ambivalent Alpaca would be good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I
1: just like you know, it's whatever.
2: BMF Nate Dogg said, "Every time I hear Twinkle Twinkle, Little Star,' I think of Ron Jeremy's
1: beep. <laughs> he's uh, he just got off of his uh R-word trial because of he's sick. He's basically he's like de- deteriorating from an STD. That's awful. Okay, well, well, I mean he's he's on trial for R-word, so you know, I guess that's like uh, but it's but, similar
2: to like Harvey Weinstein. It's like why do, why do we people have to watch this?
1: It's like karma. Like you like, you look at him on trial and you're like ugh."
2: Yeah. Rough. Left the Misfit said, didn't Owen Benjamin win a lawsuit against Patreon, exposing a loophole in their terms that would allow the supporters of any band creator to sue Patreon out of existence, and then nothing happened?
1: I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Um, well, that was a long time it ago. It, it hasn't was ca-
2: changed anything. It was
3: essentially that when you are a patron you and you cancel the account you are interfering between a contract that two individuals engaged in and Patreon had something where they they paid for the arbitration so a bunch of i think of his of his fans um so they sued the company because of uh, of that and then Patreon would would have been held liable for those legal expenses so uh. they were going to bankroll
0: Right. And then
1: nothing happened Alright guys So there's um, There's trouble brewing you have got a womp womp uh, We do This is an actual womp womp There's trouble brewing On the set of Joker 2 uh, The extras in the movie Are not being allowed To take bathroom breaks Alright did you see The Lady Gaga performance Where she was getting Thrown up on Yep That was yeah. so
2: gross That was like a decade ago though. See Lady has always been like that What's up with that I feel Jeez. like A lot of artists now Are trying to copy What Lady Gaga was then Yeah and they're failing at it. But even
1: then like like everyone thought it was edgy back then but it's not like she wasn't corporate backed. Like, oh,
2: yeah, definitely. She
1: was, she was still corporate-backed. So it says, uh, <laughs> Sources tell TMZ that extras for the movie have been complaining about working for over two hours nonstop and not being allowed to use the bathroom or drink water during filming at Warner Brothers Studios. We're told that the potty problems are mainly cropping up when extras are on set for camera setups, which often last 20 minutes to an hour. The background actors fear repercussions if they ask higher-ups to use the loo. Good, good job. They have the to state
2: their case to the assistant director as to why it's an emergency that's wow, amazing dude. and that's amazing. one person said that after using the bathroom they were walking back and grabbed a cup of water and another assistant director said to them why are you drinking more water so you have to go pee again
1: it's it kind <laughs> and, he, of...
2: and another one was overheard saying I've never had to go to the bathroom this much why do they what do they even do in there because they definitely aren't using them
1: maybe they're all doing drugs That'd be cool, too. Why would, would the assistant cool directors
2: too. just immediately think they're not using the bathroom? It's fake.
1: Power, it. Total power trip. Uh, it reminds me of when, when I would get in trouble. Like, when I would get to, in trouble, I would be forced to sit on the couch when I was young. And I would have to, if I wanted to get out of timeout, I would have to articulate why I had learned my lesson. Um, wow, that's what, my gosh, the most white people thing I've ever what heard. What I did wrong and, 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 uh, and what, <laughs> what I was doing wrong. So it's kind of like getting put on timeout by your director. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you have to, to state your case. State your case. Well, it's there been me... approximately three hours and forty three minutes since I last urinated, and <laughs> therefore I,
1: <laughs> I. I just uh, like and like. Every also, time...
2: this I hadn't heard about this story from when they were filming the first Joker that a bunch of extras got locked in a subway car for more than three hours while filming, and they started peeing on the tracks in the subway.
1: That's awesome. I mean, Damn, do don't you have
2: homeless people doing that it's, enough?
1: It's New York City. It's fine. It's, it's, just, it's just not going to smell It'll just mask different. the smell of all the other pee. <laughs> no, never says is R. Kelly a producer on the film? <laughs> For a moment, could be. Uh, look, it's a, a cutthroat business, and one of the hardest things, like when you're when you're setting up shots and you only have so many hours of daylight. The directors do have to be hard nosed a lot of time, and they do have to say things loud and get people to where they need to be. And it's not always pleasant, but it is part of the mm-hmm. job. But all I can think about is like, it's not even the director, it's just this one assistant director who just loves the power. And it's just like, it sounds
2: like there are, uh, there's like a whole team of assistant directors. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. This would, that wouldn't be just one person, yeah. not even, not even per, uh, per unit. So, It is, uh, you know, it it is. I I just
2: find it kind of funny. It's like classic Hollywood elitism.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, pee breaks for me, but not for thee. (laughs) Would be what it is for them. Speak on
2: it, Walking Phoenix. Like, look, hey.
1: Uh, there have been plenty of times we're doing this podcast and I need to go to the bathroom. But you know what, guys? We don't just break in the middle of it because we uh, we believe in no. doing things properly for the fans. We soil yeah. ourselves. That's yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Maybe it's just you. So, so that's that. Soil
1: myself. That's what the smell is. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never, I never really, I never asked. I never asked. I, I fake no news, problem. by the way. Uh, <laughs> now, if somebody at home's like, they told me. That they, that they Dane, pee. Dane soils Dane himself. He's on his It's actually true. It is. That's they just,
2: what they call him. It'd be cool if they come <laughs>
1: they come to see to set the next day and they give them all adult diapers.
2: Oh no. Oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they just let them sit there. They're like, yeah, now try going to the bathroom.
2: I'll be watching the extras yeah. in Joker 2 extra closely to see if they're walking normal.
1: <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they look like they've got a, a, a tight spot right there. Or what was it? Is it can it give you gallstones? Or, or what is it that not peeing for a long time? I don't know. It can. It can. It's very bad for your kidneys or something like that. So I, I some, see a lawsuit brewing. So somebody will get, get sued, and eventually, like, <laughs> it won't make any money, even if this makes a gazillion dollars. DC
2: uh, add it again.
1: Uh, high voltage seventy five says Brett has pee bottles under the table.
2: Absolutely not. Can
1: nope. confirm. Yep. No it's, no. Uh, no. It's, it's what is. You thought that these were energy drinks? No, no, no. no. <laughs> that's not what those are. Ah. Pecans. cans. That's even worse. Yeah. All right. I, I look. Gotta end the show with some immature
2: potty humor. No,
1: no, it's it's not just that though, but it's it's it is kind of a microcosm of Hollywood as a whole, right? Like I was talking to someone recently, we were talking about how much better Hollywood is at propaganda. <laughs> than everybody else and they're so good at propaganda you know why because they run it like a military encampment There, like they're like if we're gonna get this movie made we have to do this and if that means that you don't get a potty break so that i can push out my propagandistic content then so be it you're the pleb who wants to work in hollywood and that's how the directors and the writers see it in a lot of cases
2: yeah i just i would uh, imagine a lot of people are extras on movie sets just because like it's something to do uh, I mean, if I, you I, live in in LA, I'm assuming like... most
1: of them want to want to break into the industry I know most of the people that are extra that are like audience okay. members on game shows are actors
2: Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So like I was talking to someone who's like he said that like when he went to like who Skated for years. So we traveled a lot right like going to different events or going on tour And he's like he was telling me about like the first time he went on like when he got married Like he went on like a vacation vacation He's like, I don't even know what to do because that's really how it is like when you finally travel not for skating You have no idea what the hell normal people do because you're not just going to another town to skate their handrails and their skate <laughs> uh, And you know user skates he's like she wanted to go to like Jimmy Fallon or like he's like, He's like she wanted to go see like, live, like a live like a late night taping. I'm like that sounds
3: awful you Imagine one under Jimmy the lights Fallon.
1: Masked can, up three times over. Can you imagine? Can you imagine wanting to? And
2: you you just see the clap sign flashing at you over and over. Laugh,
1: laugh, laugh, you idiot!
3: (laughs) So many evil thoughts. Laugh, you little worm!
1: (laughs) You'd think they'd grown past that now. Like it's not like they need you to laugh. They can pipe the laughter in after the fact. (laughs) They don't need you to actually find anything funny.
2: Jimmy Fallon's psychotic laugh will never, like, not be imprinted <laughs> in my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I,
2: by the way, I, I've tried his Ben and Jerry's ice cream. He has
1: a Ben and Jerry.
2: I'll, I'm willing to admit that it's very cringe. What's that? Heck? I even bought a Jimmy Fallon-themed ice cream. What's but... What
1: kind of what kind of ice cream is it?
2: Oh, I don't remember. Is it soy? Some like, uh, no, but it is non-dairy it's like of course it is it's like made it from almond milk or something and it's like chocolate and vanilla mixed together with like i forget what was in it but it was a good it was a good ice cream i just i really i really (laughs) lament that ben and jerry's is simply the best ice cream
3: dude what that's like it's not okay it's
2: it's not the best ice cream like quality wise but if you are someone who likes toppings like yeah that's definitely it's good good. uh,
3: it's good in a pinch
2: the other, the other ice creams go really like, um, dude. they're they're greedy with the toppings. Dryer. Every
3: time you guys mention Jimmy Fallon, my yeah. my mind goes all evil.
1: Like what? How so? Mm, I de- dude, is it, this say is it on the- air, <laughs> live, as the FBI is like. <laughs> No, I no, that's Wow, <laughs> no, really it must can't. be actually really bad. Then, like, I was like, I was like, I was waiting for you to say like, no, yeah, <laughs> but really, but you're like, no, I, I'm actually not saying it for fear of getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, look, I wonder if like his Joker, like whoever's playing his stunt, like like if he has a stunt man, gets to pee.
2: <laughs> no, so okay, so it said Jimmy Fallon's uh, Ben and Jerry's was a huge pregnancy craving of mine the tonight dough that's what it was the tonight dough it has cookies in it that's duh ho- that's
1: horrible name
2: but it was it was a good ice cream yeah. um, to lie. i don't care that ben and jerry's is woke i'm gonna buy ben and jerry's
1: cancel mary it's, yeah. don't don't cancel me like, <laughs> please get go go mary why don't you go get your patriot ice cream or something maybe a hundred percent american cows <laughs> Raw milk only,
3: no
2: pasteurized milk. Dude,
3: there are cows that sit on the uh, Texas border and look (laughs) at these Mexicans (laughs) with utter... (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh you are a marketing genius yep, yep. it's just like it's, utter disdain it's,
1: it's a it's actually a super Amazing. diverse cow because they're white and black at the same time so you <laughs> should get your See, that's the ben and jerry's one see this is what the, this is what we need we need everyone to make fun of everyone right we can make fun of ben and jerry's and make fun of patriot ice cream yeah. the the the
2: patriot ice cream but except ben you you can't brands? make fun
1: of that
3: dorky uh what's it called <laughs> the ryan Long, whatever, what was that again? Brian Long had Patriot Comic?
1: dirt. Yeah. Patriot Do dirt. Do we
2: have ice cream brand ice cream?
1: We need our own. The- yeah. The Who? best, I, I liked the- uh, What comic?
3: Orion uh, Long's kid that was uh, right-wing podcast, Sp- yeah. left-wing podcast sponsors.
2: sponsors.
1: yeah, it's like, it's Patriot Dirt. <laughs> Sponsored by Google. And, and the other one was like, uh, do you want underwear? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's it was like Patriot Dirt and like- You want underwear that's not made for sissies? <laughs> like, yeah. microplastics in it? American water or whatever it was. <laughs> and then the, the, the leftist one's like, McDonald's, Apple. <laughs>
3: Let's face it, Patriots need vitamins. And
1: blah blah blah. It's I love it. It's like now, and that's so funny. Like so, like you work here, and you get like those like uh, prepper kit advertisements all the time. I hope we're <laughs> sponsored by Revlon, and it's just me and Brett with makeup on. <laughs>
2: What's better than one cover girl, two, two. cover girls, perfect. and it's Brett See? and Dane. That's,
1: that's perfect. <laughs> See, eventually, we'll get our own Patriot Dirt sponsor, hopefully, Pace. and uh, and we can we can push that product out there, and we could be, or, or like, no, I know, I know they now, like, one of them, one of those companies <laughs> is doing, like, uh, it's like, I, I'm just going to call all right-wing sponsors Patriot. It's like Patriot yeah, yeah. toothpaste with no fluoride and... All the crisis parties are in a to be an American. <laughs> We're at least, I know I'm free. There was the um, there was like a tweet that said like uh, Chris Stapleton's uh, national anthem is so good. I believe 9/11 again. <laughs> I believe the 9/11 story
3: again. We just watched Daily
1: Wire movies nonstop. Oh yeah, comes for the sure. podcast. Is it true? Did you, Mary? Did somebody say that Daily Wire purchased Prager U?
2: um all i know is they acquired prager u, all of prager U's content in 2020. i didn't know that i, okay. I don't know what that means for the current never content mind they make
1: now if i do apply for that belonging officer i'll put prager u as my university that's what i'll do I'll, i got my gender <laughs> donda academy i got my gender studies degree from prager you, u. you have an
2: undergraduate from donda and from, your from, master's degree from
1: prager u. from from professor uh denise Pregora. Or something. We'll, we'll make up a name so that it's not Dennis Prager giving me yeah. my degree. That will be perfect. Like now like all our audience is like, fuck these people.
2: <laughs> Everyone's like, I hate no, you guys no, now. They're in on the joke.
1: They know here. that we're joking. We've got a it's couple a, more super joke. Chats. Let's do it.
2: Big Dave said, great show today. Oh, thank you. Th-
1: thank you, Big Dave.
2: KMF opposers said Lady Gaga was just copying Wendy O. Williams from the late 70s, early 80s. She also copied a lot of things Madonna did in the 80s and 90s, not original. And now Kim Petrus is here just copying what Lady Gaga did in the 2000s and 2010s. It's all a cycle of...
1: But boldly and bravely. Which would be fine if they didn't have to brag about it being different and new and edgy like they always do.
2: I hadn't heard of Wendy O. Williams.
1: Only um, I am new in Angie.
2: Singer of the plasmatics, noted for her onstage theatrics, including partial nudity, exploding equipment, firing a shotgun, and chainsawing guitars. Okay. That's kind of cool.
1: Gallagher, the comedian from the 80s who hit, uh, hit uh, watermelons with a sledgehammer.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are like
3: Daily Wire ice cream coming. It's like, oh, uh, fudge over feelings or something.
1: <laughs> fudge over feelings! <laughs> Every third bite has no. an ad read. Oh, it's just, that's gold. Every third bite, your ice cream just has an ad read. That comes, like, it's got, like, the little, like, when, like, when you get, like, a card in the mail, like, when you get, like, a birthday card that's got, like, a sound effect, like, where, like, you open it and it makes a sound and you open the ice cream top and, and Ben Shapiro reads an ad. Ghost yeah.
2: ice cream. <laughs> Tastes so good, you get kind of scared.
1: Uh, let's see, what else? They're saying the, uh, the, the first flavor would be the Shapiro swirl. <laughs> I'm so down. Peterson for the, I'm so I'm so down for Daily Wire ice cream now. Like n- yeah. now I'm not even kidding. Now now I'm here for it. Like
2: someone's got to do this. Like
1: in the in the what would the the like the the most boring flavor would be a Matt Walsh flavor because it's super monotone. So it would just be like vanilla. Moderately ma- van- good vanilla. vanilla. <laughs> Matt Walsh. Matt material. Walsh vanilla. Serviceable. Would be- <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm so down for this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So is uh, Maddie Maddie Pot Pie says. Oh no. I'm sorry. Matt says. What a uh, great name. Invest in gold. Yeah. Like th- that's the other thing <laughs> that they always. It's investing in gold. And okay, and, folks. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm telling you right now, we got to get uh, the Daily Wire. Like I bet you a Daily Wire ad probably appears on one of our videos if you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's probably. We're saying
2: Daily Wire too much.
1: Yep. All right, guys. Dane, my friend. Thank you so much. Hey. Thanks for having me,
2: guys. Where can you, we find you?
3: Well. You can find me on Twitter. I'm so bad. Why am I so bad at outros, dude? It happens. Why?
2: Recover, recover.
3: You can find me on Twitter (laughs) at DaneFont. And now I shall spell that out for you. D-A-N-E-F-O-N-T. Perfect. Mary, where can they find you?
2: You can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived. And you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived.
1: Perfect. And in the absence of a hostage party today, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasvick, I'm more, in, I, I'm honestly, I'm more active on Twitter these days, oh, whining about. Never thought
2: I'd hear what? Brett say that. Holier uh, so holy, he can't deign to be at, on Twitter with the rest of us peasants.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I mostly just uh, post old stuff from Buffy the Vampire Slayer lately, and and talk. There's a really great episode the other day where Moloch is like is reanimated through a computer it's the it's the greatest bad it's so bad it's it's almost on par with the x-files episode with the building that comes to life because they're terrified of artificial intelligence i love old people back in the 90s who were terrified of technology and everything was about the net like it, it was not the internet; it was the net, and you know, like, in every person refers to it as the net or the web. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. that was like, yeah. So, and uh, I've just been dissecting some of that stuff, and people were like, like, responding very seriously to like the stuff I was saying. It was, uh, it was good fun. So I, I miss what yeah. people
3: said like a series of two, as if that meant anything. Series of what? A Series of tubes talking about the Internet.
1: Oh, I've, I've never even heard that. Wow. I, I am I heard such that a boomer either. I'm older than both of you and I've never heard that term. Well, it's in the heart It's <laughs> alright, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasvic. the show We are here Monday through Friday 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that is noon Pacific if you are listening Remember you can listen to the uh, to the podcast on Amazon music Apple Podcasts, Pandora and Spotify And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis, and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye.